The Matrix was released in 1999 and is one of our personal favorite films. In this episode of Movies from Memory, let's see how well we actually know it and can we recount the entire film scene by scene from memory. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. And we have another episode of movies from memory. This time we're doing one of our favorite movies, The Matrix. We've been getting a lot of requests for more movies from memories episodes because they are a lot of fun. It's more freewheeling for us and half the time we're just cracking up. (laughs) (laughs) We do a pretty good job. And if you've never listened to our movies from memory episodes, what we do is we pick a favorite movie of ours, a classic, something we love. And we see if we can do the entire film, recite the whole thing basically scene by scene, not line for line. That's like a photographic memory kind of person. But like scene by scene, the entire movie from memory. When was the last time you saw The Matrix, Anthony? When we saw the re-release in IMAX. So before Matrix Revolutions yeah. came out was last 2022, last right? It was March, I believe. So they did an IMAX re-release of The Matrix the week before. And that was one of my favorite movie experiences in years. Spectacular. Because The Matrix is my personal favorite movie of all time. Oh, so you got you better get this going. I know, right? You I'm can, worried. You better do a good job. I'm worried, man. People, we'll see if it really is your favorite movie. People are going to be like, with a microscope with everything I say. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So I'm super excited about this. In other past Movies from Memory episodes we've done, we've done Interstellar, we've done Spider-Man, Spider-Man, the original from Sam Raimi, we did uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Oh yeah. So these are just such a blast to do, and we haven't done one in like a month, but I'm super excited to do The Matrix. And what really makes it different from other episodes is we do zero prep whatsoever. I haven't looked at anything about The Matrix because we decided to do this a couple of weeks ago. Usually we do a ton of research, we'll watch the movie again. I haven't even looked at anything, so we're just going into this, see what happens. I have seen the movie over 20 times, but we'll see how well I do know it, because Lord of the Rings, we were struggling with that That's one. a tough, there's a lot of scenes in that movie. The Matrix, there actually aren't a ton of scenes. There's yeah, kind of split, it's pretty simple plot and storyline. I don't say simple. It's not, but... as con- it's not as detailed or immense and massive as a fantastical film like Lord of the Rings. I disagree. I think it's a very complex movie. It's shorter, though. It it's is shorter. Like two hours even-ish. I know, but I'm saying, I, I think it's an extremely complicated movie. I'm, I'm not saying it's not complicated. I just mean, like, the story structure. Uh-huh. Have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> story structure's not so complicated. We'll see, man. We'll see. I mean, you, you keep you keep putting yourself up like I think I knocked this out. No problem. I think I'm just like overly confident right now. <laughs> we'll see. You know, I put on Club to Death. I listened to Club to Death three times today to get in the mood. We were very confident before Lord of the Rings, and look how that happened. I wasn't that confident. I don't know. We'll see. Interstellar. I was medium confident, and we nailed it. I think medium. Yeah, I, but I think I feel I feel medium confident about Matrix. I'm very confident about this. <laughs> I've seen this movie a lot. It's my, it might be my most watched movie of all time. It's up there for me, and if you're watching on Spotify video or YouTube, you'll see that we are wearing our sunglasses. We also have green light on the podcast because we got in the mood. In, we're in the, no, we're in the Matrix right now. <laughs> the Matrix. <laughs> we're plugged in. And I wore all black for for being like Neos. I don't have the coat. Yeah, I don't know what you would call that, like the trench, trench coat. coat. Yeah, <laughs> it's cooler than a trench coat. Oh, it's it's a, it is a trench coat in this one because when he's like Neo in the second one, he's got like it's like a. It's like a, a uniform. Yeah, it's like uni- his, yeah. yeah, it's like it's a his superhero, superhero outfit, Jinx. <laughs> but in case you haven't known, you didn't know we did an episode on the Matrix trilogy like a year and a half ago. Have we ever done the solo of the Matrix by itself though? 
I'm not sure if we have, but we should well, next year. Well, this is going to kind of be like that. So I guess yeah, next yeah. year we'll do a solo episode on The Matrix. Consider it But done. we did a trilogy in 2022 episode. Anyways, this is one of the best movies of all time. Check out that trilogy review because we well mostly talked about the Matrix. <laughs> mostly, <Yeah. laughs> it was like eighty percent Matrix, ten percent Matrix Reloaded, ten percent Revolutions. We were just like wrapping up the franchise, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we just pretended like Revolutions didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but the Matrix is an early film going experience as a nine year old. I remember clearly seeing in the theater, and just when the the yellow text showed up on screen, I was like completely transfixed. And our brother Jamie took us to the theater that day for the. In, yellow like, text? What yellow text? I said green text. Didn't you I? said yellow text. Did I say yellow? Yeah, I meant green. I don't know why I said yellow. <laughs> the green text. I'm like the yellow code in the Matrix. Yeah, it's all yellow. <laughs> it's theme, all yellow. Right? Yeah. But let's get into this groundbreaking film that changed cinema and still holds up to this day as one of the best films of the last 25 years, without a doubt. All right, this opens up obviously with the incredible the yellow text. <laughs> the, yellow te- <laughs> the incredible Matrix score coming in, uh, overtones fading in. Don Davis. Yeah. And then also. It opens with code, right? It opens with the sushi code. It goes like, yeah, it's sushi code. Does it start, open with the sushi code or opens up with the screen, with the text? It opens up with green text. And it says, um, what's it say? It's a phone call with so Trinity. Trinity and Cypher on the phone. Yes. But it says something running. What's it called? A trace program running. Yes, tra- yeah, yeah. Trace it's, pro- co- it's a hack. It's like a, it's yeah, a hack. So the phone call is being hacked by yeah. the Matrix basically yeah of by this the phone agents call of trinity and cypher yeah. it's like a it's just a flashing like cursor and then goes trace program running something something something. and then cypher and they're ambiguously talking about someone who we don't know yet but it's obviously gonna be neo and then cypher is like you've been watching him haven't you and trinity's like no i haven't no, you like watching him don't <laughs> yeah, you Yeah, you like watching him she's, like, I don't she's know what supposed to about. like replace his shift so uh, basically everybody's watching this guy and yeah. they call him the one yeah you really think he's the one i don't know what i think you want him to be, don't you? Or something like that. You like watching him, don't you? Get off my back, Cypher. And then Trinity, she goes, she says something like, did you hear that? Or what was that? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know. She's like, is this a private line, a secure line? He's like, yeah, of course. And then and it says, wink, wink. trace trace complete? Ended. Tra- but also trace. Oh, com- I think so, yeah. I think, trace yeah. complete and ended. And then we go into the code. Yeah, right? We enter the code. So this is when we see the sushi code. Sushi code comes flying at us, and we're like, whoa, We're, whoa, like, whoa, in whoa. the screen, and then it op- Then we go into the streets. live action. Yeah. Is it the streets, or, or is it in the hotel room with Trinity? No, so it's a great slow reveal to Trinity, where a bunch of police show up outside that building, and... She's already in the room. Oh, no. It's Trinity in the room with she's, the few She's cops. on the computer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she was – this is Trinity. She was in the room yes. on the computer. This is where she's talking to Cypher. Yes. So she's she's tap, 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 in her spandex outfit, her her leather spandex outfit, latex spandex outfit, tapping away. It's from behind her, right? Yes. And then I believe – and then and she's sitting at the desk, and then a few police officers enter the room to arrest her. And then, and then we cut to they, outside. Yeah. Well, not yet. So this op- it opens with the fight. So we know it cuts no, to outside. So she stands up, puts her hands behind her behind back. Her back. Yeah. And it's darkly lit, and the cops all have flashlights. Beautiful cinematography. Isn't there a split diopter shot of her? Yes. From in front of her face. Yeah. Behind. Right on the edge of the frame with yeah. the cops in the background. Split diopter allows you to have head, focus. Standing up. Yeah. It allows you to have focus on the subject right on the lens and subjects in the foreground as well, which is great. I mean, in the background as well. And then. She seems to the audience thinks like oh she's caught and then it cuts to outside there's a whole bunch of cops outside the building secured the area and then the agents show up in like their black Lincolns right 
like for, I think they're Lincolns. Yeah, I think yeah. they're Lincolns. And then Ag- Agent Smith and a couple of other agents go to like the guy, the cop in charge. You're I, not in charge you're not, here anymore. Not, e- not anymore. You're not. <laughs> not anymore. You're not. And, uh, Who's in charge here? <laughs> Who's in charge here? And then the captain, whoever it is, is like, "I'm in charge here." And then it, Smith's like, "We should go in." Uh, and then the cops like, "We already sent a bunch of guys." And we, I think, we doesn't he hit- say? You sh- we told you to stand down yes, and not we, to go yeah, in. He's like, I thought I told you. Like, they've been communicating before. And he's like, we can handle a little one, girl. One little girl. No, then, officer, your men are already dead. Cut to the room. <laughs> and then we uh, we cut the Trinity. Great cut. Because when, when there's a character talking about someone, and then it cuts to that person, it's just fantastic. Especially something that's about to happen where this person's apparently going to kill every cop in this room. Exactly. And well, she's not a killer, though. <laughs> so, well, because they're not human. No, the cops are just cops. No, they're programs. That's how you look at the scene? They're programs. No, no. So you look at the police officers as programs and not just people plugged into the Matrix who are cops in the Matrix? I I consider them just to be pretty much... So I guess... This scene this scene here, agents are programs, cops are just people. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. They're just people. And she doesn't kill people. She, so you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So then it cuts to Trinity, and there's a cop approaching her with an open cuff. And he's about to put it on her wrist, and oh, then yeah. she fucks him up, <laughs> spins around, knocks him out, and then while the other cops are like surprised and they try to get the drop on her with their guns, she just converges on them all. Incredible speed, incredible power. We get the run up the wall, excellent runner, runner, running across the wall, and then we get the famous um, jump kick, the slow motion, the first the first bullet time shot we get of the film. And bullet time is when the Wachowskis super slow mo. Take that shot and do like that basically 360 circle around the character, whatever's happening. They did this by encircling the area with like a hundred cameras that all would just shutter very quickly. And it creates an incredible slow motion couple seconds of, of cinema. It's incredible. It basically freezes the actor while you can you can turn the camera. It's beautiful. So cool. And it still, it still looks fantastic. So she does that and kicks that guy and fucks him up against the wall. And then she's, she um, then she runs. Because the agents come. Yeah, the, the agents, agents show up. Yeah. Does she... Okay, she gets a phone call. The phone rings, and it's... it's uh, What's his name? The operator. Operator. Oh, what's his name? In... Favorite movie, man. Oh, my God. It's been a... <laughs> it's Dozer. It's his brother. Yeah. Dozer, and then... Fuck. <laughs> we'll get to that. It'll come to us. Operator. Operator, get me the hell out of are here. There... She asks, are there agents? And he says, yes. Pac. Pac, yes. Pac. Pac. No, it's not Pac. It's Pac's the other guy. Pack, Pack, no, Pac's the. Should we look this up so we don't fuck around Let's too much? Just look up a name. Looking up a name. Looking up a okay. name. Looking up a name. I'm just Google searching because I don't want people to be like, shaking their heads the whole time. The major. We don't want to keep calling operator. him guy. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Tank. 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 Tank and Dozer. Tank and Dozer. Big right. brother Dozer. Okay, so Tank calls. She says, "Are there agents? Yeah, two. Shit, or three, or whatever." And. He's got an exit for her. It's a phone booth. And she has to make it. And also, isn't Morpheus on the line? Oh, it's Morpheus is on the line. Morpheus is on the phone. And yeah, he's like, you can do this. She's like, are there yeah. agents? Yes, but you can do this. Focus. Yeah. yeah. Believe and then she, Yeah, basically. And then she's like, all right, let's go. So she starts running, and they show up right away behind her. And then we get, she manages to get to the rooftop. We have that sensational rooftop chase. And it's agents and cops chasing her, and they're jumping across rooftop alleyways. And also going up like those, those, Diet, like those pyramidal, like 
you know what I'm talking about, like metal pyramids. Yeah, they're like, like little. Yeah, I don't know ramps. what. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they look cool. They're they're there. <laughs> really, yeah, architecture. Know. Yeah, bro. It's, it's it's fun. I mean, there's that great shot where the camera. They're all running towards camera and they're going up and down and up and down. You know what I mean? Excellent shot. And then, but also the Wachowskis do a great job of showing slowly how much more super powered these specific people are, the agents for in Trinity versus the cops, where the first jump across the buildings is like the big standard. Jump. The oh, average, yeah, sorry, an yeah, average yeah. person yeah. can make it. The second jump, one of the cops almost falls down. Then the third jump is like 50 feet, and Trinity jumps all the way across it, 100 feet in the air almost, and then the agent does the same thing, 50 feet in the That's air. That's impossible. Exactly. So I think they do a great job slowly showing you what these people are capable of rather than just doing it immediately. And when I watch this movie, I feel like this is a clear scene that was inspired by Vertigo's opening scene, that rooftop chase. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just like a calling card to that. And they, I think they were inspired by that opening because it's very similar. It's very cool. And then Trinity, she has some plans. She sees a window across well, for, now. Yeah, she gets covered behind like a chimney while yeah. they're firing at her. And she knows there's agents coming. And she sees that window yeah. and she has a plan. She doesn't want to do it, but she has to run and make a, make a go for this because it's the only way to escape. So she sprints, does a crazy dive bomb with her fists, punches through the glass, rolls down a stairwell, pulls backwards on her back, both her guns out. Ready to fire in case any agents come falling through the window. Get up! And she tells get herself to get up. up. And That's get out a of there. It's a great shot where she just quickly uh, guns up. You know what I mean? It's fantastic. It's and awesome. That's the that that would probably be the only time where she you could shoot an agent is because if they're if they're already in the air they can't move really. Yeah. So that you, you could take out an agent that way if they're like jumping towards you. And this is one of my favorite gun reveals ever because we hadn't seen how massive her handguns were yeah. yet, and now it's like bum bum. Look at these goddamn things like anime level huge handguns. Uh, it's absolutely so cool. fantastic. <laughs> and then she's like, get up. And then we cut to her outside in in, in on the block, and there's a telephone, there's a payphone at the end of the block on the corner, and she's got about. 150 feet to get there and then there's a 18 wheel that's driving by suddenly it slams on its brakes and screeches to a halt and this is the first time the audience realizes that agents can take over the body of any person in the matrix and then it's it's agent smith behind the wheel he turns the 18 wheeler to face the payphone and it's basically like a uh, a mexican standoff to see who gets there first did you say it's ringing yes the payphone's ringing yes yeah. it's ringing I don't think I said that, but now I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think I said it's just a I'm paper. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> and so Smith is just waiting for her to make the first move. So she's looking truck to phone, truck to phone. She's like, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> and she really says, fuck it. It's great. She books it, gets to the pay phone, puts it to her ear. And what I love about what, what the Wachowskis do is they don't show really what happens yet when you put that phone to your ear, when you answer a call. We don't really understand all the concepts yet, but... The agent, after demolishing the payphone, backs the truck up and gets out of the truck and realizes that there's no body, which means she escaped. Yeah. It's a great cut because she's running to the payphone, the, and the truck's bombing it towards the payphone. She picks up the phone and looks, and the headlights are right on her, and then the truck smashes into the payphone. It cuts the wide. And you're like, holy fuck, the first time you watch this movie. She get, did she just get crushed? Like, And also, like a, as a first-time audience member, you're like, why would she go to a payphone <laughs> this is a guy driving a truck into it <laughs> it's such a great mysterious setup yeah although morpheus does tell her there's a phone 
here. Mm-hmm. This is the he gives her an address, I believe. No, I'm yeah, I know. I know, but still, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying like as an audience, like how is how is that helper? Yeah, <laughs> answering the phone. <laughs> and then also, so after they realize she's gone, the other agents come and they say she escaped, and they're like, no worries, bro. We have the <laughs> what do they say? <laughs> we have. We have the name of their next target or their yes, asset. Yeah, yes, yes. Their name is Neo. The name is Neo. Nothing to worry about. We got their name. We got what we wanted. A trace has begun. Yes. Something like that. We're going to start investigating who this Neo Let's person is. Let's get drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Margaritas. And then... Smith, you're buying it. It's your turn. <laughs> then do we have a title card or... No title card. I don't card. think there's no title card till the very end. Now it's it's cut to Neo in his apartment. Yeah. So he's... I can't remember how they transitioned to his apartments, but So he, I... It, I'll, it it, tra- it cuts to black, and then we get a couple of texts of green green text that's dots. Be a, yeah, dots. Um, what do you call that? The three dots. Dot dot dot. <laughs> what the fuck's the name for it? You know what I mean? No a, there's a name for I it. I don't know. <laughs> it's something. I but like we. It. But we, what is great about the sequence is we get exposition without being told it. So we get it's, and that's a contrast from the new Resurrections movie where the first fifteen minutes it's all exposition. And I remember watching that. You. I remember ro- watching Resurrections. I was like, it was just Bugs, Bugsy or Bugs just ho- talking about exposition to Morpheus, and I was like, what is good? This is not at all what I signed up for. Not at all. So it's great. Nonverbal exposition where Neo's asleep, his computer's blinking but not texting yet, and then we see he's got an obsession with this person called Morpheus, who's on newspapers, on articles, yeah. saying like domestic terrorist or terrorist attack carried out by Morpheus. Who is Morpheus? There's you one see, photo of him. You yeah, see, yeah, it's like a blurry photo. Yeah. You see something like the Matrix. What is the Matrix? You see that word somewhere, and then his computer starts to type to him. It says, "Wake up, Neo." Dot dot. Ellipses. Dot. Is that what it is? The three dots. Maybe. Yeah. Wake up, sure. Neo. If you wake up, Neo, and he wakes up. And then he's also got headphones on. He's listening to some soft, like, EDC music, chilling out, bro. Uh, he's clearly a messy guy. EDM but he's music? Also EDC music. EDC? What's EDC? Electronic dance. EDM. EDM? Yeah, EDM. Yeah. What's EDC stand for? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Electronic dance. Cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite EDC band. Here we go. But you can see, the thing with his apartment is it's a perfect counter or mirror to what he is professionally in his real life on the surface outside in the real world versus what he is on the inside this is like he's obsessed with computers he's a hacker we're kind of getting that vibe from his layout there's floppy disks everywhere (laughs) this is a movie where even though it's got old tech it doesn't feel dated you know what i mean it's not like it's not like mission impossible where He's sending an email, <laughs> and you're like, this is, this is too simple. Joe 314. Joe 314. I know. I mean, here's an email. This one, it still feels like it's it still cool. ages well. Yeah, it's, it's still cool. cool. It's very, still very techy. And then he kind of stirs himself awake, and he looks at his computer, and it says, he reads, wake up, Neo. And he's, he's like, tr- control out the leech trying to cancel it's like, it. like, what's going on? Yeah. And then, what's it say? It um, says, follow the white rabbit. Not yet. It says, what is the matrix? What is the matrix? And then he's and then he's like, "What the fuck is the major?" He's like, "What? What's going on?" And then it says, "Knock, knock, Neo." Then, knock, knock. Well, it says, "Follow the right r- white rabbit first. Not yet. Yes. No, he, that's later when he's um had a bad. It's later, right? Oh no, no, it's now. Is it now? It's follow white rabbit. Okay. Go to the club. Trinity. Okay, and then you're office. right. Then work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So follow the white rabbit. He's like, "What does that mean?" And then it says knock knock knock, 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 and then the, the door knocks, and, and so he's got yeah. this this uh, crew of people 
the leader, the, the the head of that gang, whoever it is, um, Neo was making some some kind of illegal programs for him, and he's got them on floppy disks. He's basically he's some he's some kind of hacker coder makes programs probably makes um things, hacking, programs. hacking programs for people and to probably, use probably and, and also um when he opens the door he notices that neo is kind of we he looks off he looks unwell he's like you're all right you ever get you're that wider than usual yeah and he says <laughs> you ever get that feeling that you're being watched or or you're, you're not sure if you're asleep or awake and he's like all the time man mescaline <laughs> <laughs> and then he gives him the program the and the floppy money. discs he's like in in the bible my yeah. my savior Great reference. My savior. Bible, bada savior. bang. Yeah. Room one oh one. Bada bang. That's a great that's a great line. Just bada bing. Great foreshadow. My savior. Also a foreshadow of Trinity in the original phone booth. Foreshadows later on in the in the third Absolutely. Act. And then they invite him they're going to a club and he's like, You should come and he was like, I don't know. I and got then, work in the morning. Yeah, and then and then um the girl says come on it'll be fun i like him what do you think should we take him with us Should we take him with us and then definitely neo notices the little white rabbit tattoo on her neck hence alice in wonderland little reference right there easter egg and he says sure i'll go you know what my computer said to follow the white rabbit (laughs) so i'm gonna follow you (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about and then we're in this latex crazy club that the wachowskis came up with they they did a great job creating some this lore and this kind of style that not many people had been exposed to in a popular it was a community it's a community sort of, of people that like never were seen in the media yeah not yeah. not extensively and i think it adds so much to the film and i think it's really interesting and so he's in this nightclub he clearly doesn't fully fit in yet because he's just dressed in like his gap outfit <laughs> <laughs> he's and he's also just standing in the hallway by himself cuz he's like, waiting he's stand- waiting for something to happen i'm just following clues that are i'm and breadcrumbs. I've been trying to find out who is this guy Morpheus. I know something's off in the world. What is the Matrix? And he also doesn't fit in anywhere. When he's in a group of a group setting, he's like, I I don't belong. Like there's something wrong here. And then he gets approached by a woman in a black latex outfit. And this we find out is Trinity. And is she, she in black latex? I thought it was like a more casual. Look. It's black latex, but it's like. Uh, a cutoff, like yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. It's not like a her. It's nor- more. Of, it's a social outfit, not a yeah. not not a. Tactical outfit. Yeah, not tactical latex. Although, are any of them tactical? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the jury's out on that. Like, Anthony. Neo's is t- Neo at the end is tactical. He's got, like, all these braces on his legs for holding guns he's and holsters cool and stuff. Yeah, it's like, it's very, like, you can store a ton of weapons on it. But still, like, the Trinity all leather, like, can't really put anything on looks that. Looks really good, man. It looks great, though. It looks great. Carrie Ann Moss looks really good in these movies. Dynamite. She's dynamite. dynamite. <laughs> and so, basically... They don't want to. From Trinity's perspective, they don't want to approach them this aggressively yet because usually they have to take their time to pull someone in and try to they convince butter them. They butter them up usually. They, they massage, his, massage his legs first. But she's trying to slowly introduce him or a, a little more quickly introduce him to the concepts of discovering what the Matrix but is. But also he's, he's very old too. For being term, for being uh, freed, he is older. That's So that's also a problem. True, yes. So um, – so she's basically saying, enticing him to con- to continue his search more. Follow these breadcrumbs. I know why you sleep. Al- I know why you spend so much time alone. I know why you look at your computer all the time every night looking for answers. The answers are out there. I know why you're on Ask Jeeves every. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> How do I find a girlfriend? <laughs> Jeeves, please tell me. If you don't know, Ask Jeeves is like the original search engine circa it was 2000. The, I, it was the OG search engine. And the, it was a, the icon was a butler with a tray. His name was Jeeves. The search results were always terrible. Always terrible search results, too. Oh, my God. What a waste. Imagine if that was like Google AskJeeves.com is still a thing. If it was that big, yeah. it was like the number one stock. Yeah. Anyways, let's get back to the Matrix. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, and she says something about Morpheus. Do you want to know? Do you want to meet him? Do you want to know what the Matrix is? Basically, well, she doesn't say that. That's what that's Morpheus says that. More, well, he says the Matrix. Yeah, he says what is the Matrix? Does he? Yeah, he says what is okay, the Matrix? Yeah, yeah. And, and she, she brings up Morpheus, I think, too, right? Yes. And do you, I think? Yeah, I think. I think she asked, "Do you want to meet him?" She definitely said, "Do you want to meet him?" Because he has to make the choice. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of all of this, him, and, yeah. him actually making the choice rather than being like kidnapped by them. You yeah. know what I mean? And then basically she walks away, and great cut to the sound of his alarm going off. He wakes up late for work. Yeah. So what, uh, real quick, what I think is really great about the writing is you could have it could have been written in a way where the crew is like, we need this guy. Let's fucking free him. Let's just take him, unplug him, whatever. And his But his mind wouldn't have accepted that. Like Neo needs to already be extremely curious. And extremely interested in what this mysterious thing is to make the decisions himself to continue going forward. I think it's it's paramount to his mind accepting the transition into reality. And the audience accepting the importance of Neo in, in the plot going forward. Because we don't find out really how important Neo is until, obviously, we'll skip a little bit just for the set, for this yeah, point. Yeah. After he gets away from the agents and he's on the phone with Morpheus later on the next time he wakes up in bed. And Morpheus says, if they knew how important you were, you'd already be dead. If they knew what I knew. Meaning that now for the audience and for Neo, there's something special about them, him. There's something something different about him. So that's when we finally understand like he's actually very important. He's just not some guy they're trying to unplug. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we cut to the office and he's in trouble for being late. And he's in his boss's corner office. Um, I like how it's not really specific what this company does. You could imagine it's some it's software, programming. software programming of some kind. So maybe even cybersecurity, ironically, for what he does. He uh, does say that time. we're the top software programming company. Okay. In the, yeah. 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 But it's still like unspecified, really. They write Ask Jeeves code. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you can tell that Neo is like, he hates his job, but also he needs the job. So he's very apologetic to his boss. He's like, yes, sir. Uh, I won't be late again. And his boss is like, fuck off. 
I love the shot outside the window of the, of the glass getting clean. Just yeah. the sound design of that as well as they purposely put Keanu Reeves in a very tight suit that didn't really fit very well to make him feel like claustrophobic and like mm-hmm. he's not meant to be here. Yeah, great point. And basically, I love how it then cuts to him staring at his blank computer. In his cubicle, which is and, – and there's you can see other cubicles and people like have decorated them and made them more personalized to their lives. But Neos is still just empty – he has no connection to this place, so he hasn't even put up a photo or anything uh, regarding his personal life in this place. And he just like sits there, like he doesn't, he can't be this drone anymore until eventually a a little FedEx package gets so delivered. sterile in there. He's yeah. like Mr. Anderson, Thomas Anderson, that's me. Like he's so hesitant, yeah. I don't even want to see what this package is. And then he opens it up in that great shot of he he pulls out a cell phone yeah. and it rings and boom, we turn with the camera with the phone. Yeah, it's a great little movement, yeah. incredible shot. And basically, this is a really exciting scene because who's on the other line? It's Morpheus. And Morpheus is basically, yo, bitch, you know who I am? (laughs) Morpheus? It's daddy. (laughs) Morpheus? Basically, Morpheus tells him, kind of like, we're not supposed to be doing this this quickly, basically, but also, there are people coming to get you. And he's, he's like, we need to get you out of there. And Neo's like, what the hell are you talking about? And he says... Carefully look up out your cubicle. See for yourself. See for yourself. And then Neo stands up slightly, peeks over his cubicle wall, and he sees eight. He sees, he sees like what he thinks are like some kind of like FBI or some kind of government agents in the distance. And then uh, an employee points in his direction. And the agents look in his direction. He's like, "Fuck!" And he drops down under. What, the what do they want? What are they here? And, he, and here from you. Neo's perspective. At this point, Thomas's perspective, he probably thinks all my programs that I've been doing, yes. all my hacking, that's what they're here for. He thinks for. he's busted. They're going to arrest me for everything I've been doing secretly. My criminal activity on, on the web, on the, the net. World Wide Web. And he basically asks Morpheus. Oh, I'm sorry. Me? We missed something about Trinity. What? Trinity, Neo re- reveals that he Trinity is a famous hacker from the past, and she hacked the FBI N- mem- NSA. Mainframe, NSA mainframe or something. Yeah. So she that we're getting nuggets that like Trinity is also a hacker and it's just revealing that like all these people that get freed are people who are hackers. The Trinity? The yeah, exactly. Like he recognized mainframe. Yeah, exactly. I we thought you were a guy. Most guys do. <laughs> <laughs> Great line. All right, back to the office. And so Neil asks me, Can you get me out of here? And Morpheus says, I can, but you have to follow my instructions perfectly. And basically he starts off the next Three seconds, move over to the cubicle across from you, basically. And then the agents come in there, and they go inside his cubicle. He's gone. And then he leads him down the corridor to an empty office staying low at the end of the hall. Mm-hmm. He goes inside this office. And Morpheus tells him, basically, there are two paths you can take. One path is in handcuffs, or one path is you can escape the situation. With us. And what you're going to have to do is go outside the window walk along the building and get to that scaffolding and take the scaffolding <laughs> to the roof, right? Or to the... Down the street. Down the street. Because Trinity's waiting for him on the motorcycle. And then that's how you're going to escape. Yeah. And, Mor- and Neo's like, this is crazy! I can't do that! And Morpheus is like, not my problem. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Don't feel it. But also, Neo's asking, says to him, like, how do you know everything that's happening around? How can you see all of this? Yeah. I'm outside of a goddamn skyscraper right now. Like, how are you? How can you possibly know this? And this is a great little tease for the audience to understand that when someone outside of the outside of the matrix is looking at the code, they can see everything. You can see everything in the code. 
like Cypher says, it just it just becomes normal. It becomes blonde, redhead, brunette. You see everything like it is. Yeah. For Neo, it's like, how are you omniscient? It's like, this is crazy. And Morpheus hangs up. He's like, that, those are your two options. You decide what you want to do. See you later, bud. And so Neo tries to edge out along the side of the skyscraper, but he gets afraid. He the, drops the cell The corner cell phone. is where it's difficult. Like, he, he's okay going across the window, but then he has to turn the corner, and he's like... 80 stories up and it's just they did it still looks great the wind the yeah sounds. the wind his tie blowing in the wind um drops the phone drops the phone he really he just has to make that turn because the scaffolding is right there but he just goes i can't do this this is crazy <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> and then we cut to him in handcuffs walking out uh, being led by the agents into a lincoln and then it's revealed that it's in the reflection of trinity's mirror of her motorcycle and she's like she takes off, and then the agent looks at her. I think I know. Was her. that Trinity? <laughs> nice butt. <laughs> <laughs> now we cut to an incredible transition shot of a security feed footage, greenish hue, of Thomas Anderson sitting in an interrogation room, and the camera goes inside, and it turns into the actual shot of the interrogation room. And this is also it's multiple screens. Uh, teasing the architect's room in the third film, in the second film. <laughs> the Will Ferrell MTV bit? No, I'm thinking of Scary Movie, was it three? <laughs> Where the architect is like in the chair and he's constantly like, like <laughs> tapping his feet to spin in, in different directions. <laughs> but Will Ferrell also did a great spoof uh, for the MTV Movie Awards, remember? Yeah. <laughs> he played the architect. That was great. Oh my god, what a crazy scene. But this is the same kind of... It's This is basically like, it could be... I think the Wachowskis were hinting this is the POV of the architect watching. If they were probably coming screens. up with those ideas already. I yeah, think I'm so, sure they yeah. were. And so, Neo, um, Thomas Anderson is at this table, but he's a very stubborn guy, but he knows his rights, and he's not going to put up with this Gustavo, Gustavo bullshit that these agents are trying to pull. At first, the agents are like, oh, we have the upper hand on you. They drop this thick-ass file of everything in there. There are two Mr. Andersons. One is a solid programmer at the software company. The other goes by the hacker alias Neo. And he's uh, guilty of just about every cyber crime there is. A cr there is. <laughs> we have a name for <laughs> <laughs> To, one of these men has a future. One does not. <laughs> and he's basically trying to scare him. Scare him, but also trying to get information on Morpheus at yes. the same time. Yeah. And Neo's basically like, I don't know who Morpheus is, but, but also, I know my rights. I'm gonna. How about I give you the finger, give you the bird, and you give me my phone call. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, well, what good is a phone call if you... Can't speak. That <laughs> <laughs> turns into like a horror scene. This is an amazing scene. It scared the shit out of me the first time I saw yeah, it. Yeah, because it's wonderful visual effects as his mouth is closing up, but then, like, once it's closed up, it's just this great practical effect, and it looks really fantastic. And it 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 was just it's horrifying. You can feel like the suffocation, and it's you can feel it as an audience member, and he's panicking and freaking out, and then. He jumps back into the corner, horrified. The agents grab him, throw him onto the table, rip his shirt open, and they put this. And, and then Smith 
takes out this like little mechanical metal device it's like an organic gadget turn, turns it on and then it turns into like an organic metallic bug-like creature drops it on his chest and as neo's freaking out the the little bug robot weaves itself into his belly button and he's like <laughs> and then cut <laughs> i can't remember is... what smith's saying some badass stuff right yeah here he's too. saying some stuff yeah <laughs> but basically he yeah they want neo to give him information on morpheus but he won't give it up because he's a loyal guy and then it cuts to him in bed he wakes up like it was a nightmare exactly and he can't believe what happened he thinks he like lifts up his shirt right to check to yeah, make sure yeah, exactly fine he's like checking his body he's like there's nothing and is, then they're bugging me and then the phone rings and who's on the other line? It's Morpheus. His mom. And Morpheus is Graham, Grandma Anderson. <laughs> you, missed, you missed my birthday. Thomas, how are you, Thomas? <laughs> Tommy, you said you were coming over for sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> who's on the other line? How do I change the input on my TV input? <laughs> 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 on the line is Morpheus, and Morpheus is talking very quickly. Says, "I don't have much time. This line is unsafe." Basically, what happens is we need we need to see you, and if you want to see us and you want to meet me, basically, you need to go to this location, go to this bridge, and like I said earlier, this is where he says to him, "If they knew how important you were, if they knew what I knew, you'd already be dead right now." Mm -hmm. And so, meet at this bridge this, this under underpass yeah because at this point the agents are just using neo to find morpheus they're unawares that morpheus strongly believes that he is the one so right now they're just using um neo as a tracker and in the, in the bug is a tracking device and so neo goes to this underpass of this bridge beautiful shots downtown la of the rain great. pouring yeah. Gets inside of this other. It looks like a black Lincoln as well. <laughs> so many black. Well, it was a hot car. Or Oldsmobile, then. maybe. Yeah, it could be, like... I think maybe it's an Oldsmobile. Maybe. I don't it's know. beautiful though. Yeah. And so he gets in the back of it. And who's back there? Trinity is in the back as well as Pac is driving. Pac's driving. And then what's the blonde woman's name? Come on, Mr. Favorite Movie. Shut up. <laughs> don't be saying that every time we can't figure something <laughs> right, out. I'm just You've seen it over 20 times. I've probably seen it 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's hard with an X at the end. It's hard because it, she only has like three lines. It's hard to remember. It's X, Dex, Parallax, <laughs> Sax, Sax. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'll go look up her name. Yeah, look, look up her name. I'm just looking up the cast list, everybody. I'm not looking at any plot points. Blah, 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 blah. And then we got Switch. Switch. Yes, Switch. Thank you. Switch. Switch. And... So the the car pulls up and Trinity's like, "Get in, Neo." He's like, "This is kind of weird." And then he, but he, then he gets in. She says something to uh, make him want to get in. <clears throat> and I think this is where she's also like, "We don't. We're, we have to do something. We have to move this quickly because yeah. they're after you. They're looking for you. Yeah. They know who you are." And Switch is like, "All right, you're gonna have to lift your shirt up." And Neo's like. Screw this! I'm out of here. Yeah. This is ridiculous. And then he opens the door, but because he says why he says they she, she says we have to check you for bugs. Not really, literally no, understanding that they mean a bug and a bug at the same time. Yeah, exactly. So he opens the door, but Trinity grabs his hand. And he's like, you know, I know you know that road. I know you know that road, and you know where it leads. And I know that's not where you want to go right now. Um, so she makes a connection to him, 
mysteriously knowing about his past somehow. And I love how we don't even we never even learn what she's talking about. That's what's so great about this movie. Like the the, the minimalist exposition when it's you don't need it, but you can understand there's something about his past that he wants to avoid that he's kind of running away from. We don't need to know what happened down that road or where it leads. Yeah. But what's what's important is that Trinity understands who he is. That's what the point of that this little bit of dialogue is. She knows him. And she knows what in his heart what he wants to do, and it's not to run away. And when you watch this movie, obviously having seen it, and you watch Train's perspective the entire time of this film, she knows that she's supposed to fall in love with the one. That's what the Oracle has told her. And then when you watch all these scenes, the early scenes with her and Neo, it's so great to see Carrie Ann Moss's performance because she's being very nuanced about her behavior and the way she's talking to Neo because probably from Train's perspective is like, I'm supposed to fall in love with the one. Is this the guy? Is this? She's probably gone through like they've met twenty potential the ones, and she's always like, "I'm not supposed to always fall in love with every person that she, they bring yeah, in." Yeah, she puts up a wall of distance, but also lets yeah. it has these moments of connection yeah. with him and b- trust building. It's mm-hmm. actually a really terrific performance and great writing for this character. That's why I love Trinity so it is, much. It's a very complex idea to have to know that you're supposed to meet someone and you're supposed to. You're, it's your destiny to fall in love with them, and there's like multiple applicants. Basically, <laughs> so it is, you're right. It's, it's very well done. And, and, so, then, and then he he basically closes the door, trusts her, and then he's like, "All right, I'll take my shirt off, baby." <laughs> <laughs> and then Switch pulls out this giant electronic device and clamps it to his stomach. And then he's like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Hold still, hold still." And then we can see there's like some sort of scanner, kind of like an ultrasound inside of his body, and we see something bulging from his stomach. And then Trinity's like, it bulges once they throw a little um, electricity in it. Yeah, yeah. And then Trinity's like, "You're gonna lose it." That's, oh shit! Jesus Christ! That thing's real. And they pull it out. They zap it and pull this goddamn little thing out. It's it blows his mind because he thought it was a nightmare. And I rock. They never deal with that wound again. <laughs> <laughs> they just pull for, it out of the belly button for the next for the next two hours. That wound does not exist. Well, you know, I guess belly buttons. <laughs> that's how they work, man. Is there? I wonder if. Well, how do belly buttons work? I've never actually looked into this. Like, is there like well, okay, a... it's connected? It was connected to your stomach. No, when I you're... know how they work. <laughs> you just said I wonder how they work. In terms of like, as an adult, as you've grown up, in terms of like, is there a hole in there still? No, it's closed up. Yeah, when they cut the umbilical cord, it closes up. Can you like stick your finger in there and just like poke around? <laughs> isn't, your, your contestants are not exposed to your belly button, James. No. Not exposed. Oh my god! But you gotta like. <laughs> you just said, is there a hole? No, you gotta like lube your lube, get, <laughs> like get in there. <laughs> like what? What are you gonna find in there? You cannot enter your stomach. Thank God, there'd be a lot of there'd <laughs> be a lot of lint in my stomach. <laughs> this fucking guy. Is there like a hole through your stomach? No, so that bug they literally it burst through his fucking stomach. Plot hole. <laughs> and, then, and then he's because the next scene he's chilling with Morpheus like no problem. You should be bleeding out. <laughs> exactly. That's a serious wound. Right through his fucking internal organs. Anyways, plot hole. But it's okay. I never realized that till now, because it like smashes and flesh flies out. Yeah. Also, you shouldn't have been able to feel that fucking thing crawling around. It's huge. Maybe it was door. I, he should have felt some pain. It's pretty unless big. it was like numbing. Well, I mean, think about it in terms of the Matrix. Matrix okay, it's coding. Yeah. It probably hacks into him yeah. to eliminate any kind of feeling of pain. Maybe maybe the injury being okay has something to do with the Matrix. I don't as think well. so. I maybe think- that device closed it up as well, sealed the wound. <laughs> Didn't show that. Good to go, bro. 
<laughs> like you said, the Wachowskis don't show everything. Yet. You don't have to see everything. I'm just saying. I, want, see, like, I saw a gut spray it out. Want a 10-minute scene of gauze. <laughs> mama, mama, <laughs> mama, mama. Give us some morphine. Give us some morphine. Mama. <laughs> Save <laughs> Private Ryan reference. Giovanni <laughs> <laughs> <Two> Robisi. <laughs> Sick reference, bro. Mama. <laughs> Great reference. Thanks. <laughs> I've always wanted to use that one. He has a gut wound too, so yeah, works perfectly. Um, anyways, anyways, <laughs> and I love when it's in the glass, and then in the glass little container, and then yeah. they dump it out into the street, and it goes back into its analog electronic form. Yeah, I suppose it's been deactivated. Yeah, it's been de- when it deactivates. It just goes back to an inanimate object. And then, baby, we're going to Morpheus. They go to this old abandoned building, and they go up these dark stairs, and this massive door, and Trinity... It is a big door. What she say to Neo before she opens the door? He knows um, He knows more than you can imagine. Just basically listen? Yeah, just, like that. yeah listen. Yeah, but she, does, she says he knows more than you can imagine. And so the, he, she opens the door, and we get the great reveal of... Morpheus, who is standing, looking out the window, right? And yeah. then he turns around, lightning struck, <laughs> and he smiles. And what's he say? He says, um, welcome, Neo. Welcome. He's very polite. Welcome, Neo. Yeah. And they introduce themselves and shake hands. They and dap it up. Does, does Neo say it's an honor to meet you? Yes. And yeah. then Morpheus says, no, the honor is all mine. Please sit down. And they sit down in those huge leather chairs. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> and this is an incredible scene. And, you know... Lawrence Fishburne is so terrific in this movie, and as we've talked about multiple times when we when we've spoken about the Matrix in our episode, you know Neo is the surrogate audience member of the Matrix. We're on this path of discovery with Neo, and then Lawrence Fishburne, the character of of Morpheus, so well written and so well acted, basically giving so much eloquent exposition and detailed information for the audience, the entire film of what's going on, what is the Matrix, and this is a really integral scene because. This is the scene that's going to hook your audience and give you all the information going forward. Basically kind of a glossary of knowledge about the Matrix going forward until we're in the program, the the fake program later on when he's on the ship on the Nebuchadnezzar. But this is where for an audience member and for for Neo, it's our final decision. We really want to know what the Matrix is. We finally met this guy, Morpheus, who we've been tracking on the internet for years now. We know something's wrong. He says... You want to know what the Matrix is? The Matrix is everywhere around you. It's when you breathe, when you do your taxes. It's everywhere and, and nowhere at the same time, basically. It's everything you touch. And Bill Pope is the cinematographer of this movie. He's Edgar Wright's DP, but he's also done a ton of great movies. And this is a really, I think, one of the best shot movies of modern cinema. And one of my favorite aspects to Morpheus, especially in this scene, are the sunglasses where... This is obviously the choice scene, but you get this—the great reflections in, in Morpheus's sunglasses in this scene. And, and there's a Neo in each sunglass lens, and then eventually, when he presents Neo with the choice and holds out both the red pill and the blue pill, you see a Neo with a pill in each lens. It's just really fantastic filmmaking and cinematography. But Bill Pope, amazing DP, and this is like his crowning achievement as a cinematographer. But also, I want to give a lot of credit to the storyboard artists. So mm-hmm. the Wachowskis hired graphic novelist uh, artists to do the concept art and storyboards mm-hmm. for The Matrix. So Jeff Darrow and Steve Scross, they 
made incredible storyboards, very detailed. It looks like a comic book graphic novel. I highly recommend checking them out sometime if you've never seen them before. But they've created so many of these shots in their storyboards, but then to create it practically with cameras is another thing as well. So it's just really impressive. That's why this film is so visually stunning. Is They put so much work into the aesthetic. Yeah, it's, it's just a wonderful um, visual feast of a film. And the way Morpheus teases Neo, is very, he's being very ambiguous, but at the same time, piquing his curiosity more than ever. Like, you're finally here. You're meeting me. You're a hero. This is make I'm a wish. I'm the man. It's your make a wish. You're a hero. <laughs> it's me, J-Bone, if you America's want... sweetheart. <laughs> if you want a photo, you can take a photo of me, Neo. I don't do autographs. <laughs> But he's like, you finally, you get, (laughs) and Morpheus, like I say, he's very eloquent, but he's also metaphorical, and he ties his conversations and themes to something like Alice in Wonderland. You must feel a bit like Alice tumbling down the rabbit hole right now. Now, he's presents Neo with two options. But also, he said there's something wrong with the world. What makes Neo different is, like, there's something wrong with the world. You've known that your entire life, and you've been searching for an answer, basically. And you're going to get the answer if you want, but it's up to you. You get to decide. There's two options. This blue pill, you'll go to sleep, you'll wake up tomorrow morning like nothing ever happened, and you'll never enter this uh, this wonderland. Or you take the red pill, you tumble down the rabbit hole. See how the, far the, t- the rabbit hole goes. Exactly. Yeah. And this journey continues of discovery. Mm-hmm. And then I love how Neo goes to grab the red pill, and we get the shot of his hand reaching for the red pill. And then Morpheus says... And but lightning. One light. What's he say? He says, "Um, once you take it, you can't go back." No, I don't think he says that. S- something. He said something. Anyways, choose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, "Are you sure, bro? Are you sure?" He goes, "Oh, sorry, that's a Tylenol." Was, uh, sure about that? Sure about that? Sure about that? <laughs> you know that video gift that's been going on from? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I don't know what that. Sure that about comedian, that? Comedian. Sure about that? <laughs> Sure about that? But what I what I love is um, Neo takes the red pill. He eats. He swallows it with the water, and then, and then sorry. And then Morpheus smiles like, "Oh yeah, it's happening." Oh yeah. And not, lightning strikes. He's like, "You're not gonna feel anything tonight." But it's kind of it's great because it puts the audience at unease. You yeah. know what I mean? Because Morpheus does. It seems to be like an evil smile. Your first time watching it, you're like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" Lightning strikes. He has. It's very moody. It makes it look like Morpheus is kind of a nefarious character. For sure. Ambigu- ambiguity is really important to this film going in the first act or two. And then they lead Neo into another room, and they sit him down in the seat, and there's a whole bunch of... There's a whole crew in here, computers, screens, cables, all sorts of circuitry going on, an entire table worth of stuff. And they sit Neo down, and Morpheus explains to him, what you just took was a trace program. And that probably means absolutely nothing to Neo at this point. For being in the real world. Exactly. Yeah. But... For uh, for what they're talking about is they're tracing Neo's actual body in the real world so that they can locate him, hack into the Matrix, release his body from that pod, and then go scoop him up. Exactly. That's basically what this trace program is being done for, and they eventually find him, and then they put that mirror next to him, and this is going to help them discover his body as well. And so he sits down and... Trinity's nearby, so doing some stuff. What I love is all the gear seems to be like put together based upon whatever they can find, mm-hmm. and it's incredible technology. But it's just very much like a bunch of different tools and gadgets and instruments that they've basically 
melded together to create the technology. And he's he looks to Trinity. He's like, you did all this? She's like, yep. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Beside, <laughs> oh, yeah. I wasn't scared. <laughs> I definitely won't fall in love with this guy. <laughs> and then Neil looks at the mirror, and it's a cracked mirror. There are a few cracks in it. And then he watches as the cracks seem to heal themselves. And then the mirror is completely flush now. He's like, what? that's weird. He's like, did anybody else see that? And everyone's like, this guy talking to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody responds. They all ignore him. He's like, he's like fuck you guys. <laughs> he also notices that it's sort of like moving a yeah. little bit. And then he goes to touch it. And then this metallic substance just goes on his fingers, starts to gold, spread all gold, his gold, arm, gold. all the way up his body. He's freaking out. His heart rate's getting jacked. And Morphe's he's like, we need a trace. Where, where is he? We need him right now. We need him. We need him. And then they eventually lock on his position. And then they push a button. And then that metallic substance engulfs his entire body and goes down his throat and yeah. consumes him and entirely. And we go down his throat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of us <laughs> oh my god <laughs> who's turn now <laughs> okay so now we transition to him oh in the pod waking up it's um yeah, so he, disturbing yeah, he's just in the pod <laughs> it's fucking crazy this is the fucking craziest movie um he's 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 completely we, hairless. I'm, so the shot I believe starts outside the pod. It's a wide outside. And we see his body starts yeah. to like. But it's move. not really. It's like pretty tight. Where we're we basically see just this pod, and a little bit of a background, but we can't tell that there are lots of other ones. But he wakes up, starts moving around, then it cuts to overhead, looking down onto him, and we can tell. Oh, that's Keanu Reeves. That's Neo. No hair. He's got all these tubes and all these piping connected to him, and he's moving. He's he's stirring awake. And then he finally, like, I think he he pushes through the the. There's no the there's no cover. Yeah, it's like um he pulls out the yeah. the tube in his throat. So he pulls that well, out. Well, no, first he breaks through. There's like a a soft tissue, okay, uh, okay. A silicone tissue around the pod. It's like an egg. So he breaks through that so he can sit up. He sits up, and then he pulls the the huge thing out of his throat and like gags like this huge disgusting piping. And then um, he sits up and he looks around and then we get the reveal of the fields of human beings in millions and millions of pods on these staggering towers as far as the eye can see. So the farms, the fields, and there's dark weather above, lightning, dark clouds, and we get that choral music, the choir just... <laughs> You're like, oh my, what the fuck? And it looks amazing still to this day. And then he's just like fucking bewildered, looking around in utter shock and horror. And then a sentinel shows, not a sentinel, but like a, another kind of machine that can fly around shows up. A junior sentinel. Yeah, a little, little sentinel. And then it sees that, oh, there must be some human that's just like an accidental haywire of, of something. So then it's, it's protocol is to just... Unhook it and shoot it down the drain. So first the tubes come shooting out of his body. Pop, 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 pop. And then yeah. it grabs him by the throat. Yeah. And then it, it releases and unscrews basically the back connector from his head, yeah. which is what connects people to the Matrix. Mm. And then he and all the fluid inside of his – we can call it kind of like an embryonic sac, I guess you could say. Yeah. yeah. In a way, just get flushed down the drain. Yeah. 
It's unbelievable. And then he falls into this. Goes down a, a water park slide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a dirty one. Well, aren't they all dirty? <laughs> pretty nasty. But also, yeah, yeah, pretty nasty. And then he falls into a giant pit of water, and he's never swam it's before. It's basically like a sewer, I would say, yeah. Yeah, he's never used his muscles, so he can't, even though he knows how to swim in his, his mind. His mind knows how to do it. His, he's never used his muscles before, so he's going to drown. And then up above, while he's fa- falling into the water and, and sinking, a ship comes out. A light. This, yeah. A light comes out, then a ship, and then a claw. A claw. That claw. Grabs him and lifts him up out of the air from the water in yeah. his Jesus pose. Completely butt naked. <laughs> he gets pulled onto this ship. No boobs, though, Jim. <laughs> no boobs. People are freaking out about Oppenheimer, man. I know, yeah. It's well, pretty I mean, odd. In a, in a bad way or a good way? Well, bad, well, bad and good, but also because like, I feel like American audiences in Hollywood would never see boobs on TV anymore, on movies anymore. And so that's why there's so much shock with the Oppenheimer sequences. People are acting like people forget that when you have sexual intercourse with someone, you're usually naked. Pe- people are finding out. <laughs> a bunch of virgins. Wait, are- you like take your clothes off? I can't believe they are naked in a movie when they have sex. Unbelievable. Anyways, let's get back on track because Keanu's butt naked and more. I mean, Neil's butt naked. But then he's on the floor of this ship. Everything's very fuzzy and hazy. He sees some people around him. He sees all the people he just saw that were in really cool and latex outfits and very high, awesome sunglasses. But now they're in very shabby clothes that look like they're falling apart with holes and they look dirty and scruffy. And they're in this weird ship. And. They're all like, "Up, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna faint, he's gonna pop." Cipher's like, "He's gonna pop." No, no, not this. You're going, you're jumping ahead. Oh shit, I am. You're jumping way ahead. So, it cuts to him. That's after he's told. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. It cuts to him, um, being treated, and right. uh, getting acupuncture, um, and just being healed, and also being in. Uh, he's malnourished, so they're introverse, in, intravenously feeding him, giving him nutrients and minerals. While also repairing his body, building so, his muscles yeah, up. So he, all he knows right now is the hospital bay, lying in that bed, on that bed for probably a few days, being treated. And then there's that conversation. Morpheus is uh, Morpheus is like Neo's like what's what's happening? And Morpheus is like we're we're repairing your body. Um, why do my eyes hurt so much? I, you've never you've never used yeah, them before. You, yeah, exactly. So he's like, we're repairing your muscles. And um, you're right. And then the yeah. screens show clearly that like musculature is building. Yeah. Dozer's kind of like in charge of this entire process as yeah. well. He's like a med expert, it seems exactly. like. Exactly. On the ship. And it's a, it's a little, just a little transition. And then Neo wakes up in a, in a, in a bed in his room. And then he, he wakes up and he sits up. And he's like looking around the space, this new spot, this new space. It's very dirty. It's metal. It's old. Um, and then he uh, he feels the back of his head. He brings his hand back to touch the little what do you call it? like gear or whatever input input on the back of his head. And just as he's about to touch, the door opens, and Morpheus steps inside. And Morpheus is a lot different now than he was inside the Matrix. He's a lot more. He's like very a vulnerable. Fa- he's like a, he's like a father figure yeah. right now. And he's he tells Neo, you know, we have a rule in our society, in our world where we never wake up a mind that's that's a certain age. Most people reject it and it goes poorly. But you have to understand we had no option. And he tells him, you are the one basically. Like you are a special. Does he tell him that? No, not yet. He says I. He, be- te- he tells him, um, during the training montage. He's- no, he says it here too. What does he say? 
He says, no, no, I, I think that he says it during the training program with the agent. I guess he? He, for, a bit, but he says something here that's, that alludes think, to him, okay, like you're you're, right. you're going to like not save the world, but like you're very important. Basically, mm -hmm. he says something here that that's Neo know that I had to do it because of how important you are. Yeah, because he can't. He doesn't explain it until Neo understands the Matrix. Yeah, to understand that, because then Morpheus is like there was a prophecy that there would be someone born within the Matrix, the one who would have the power to change the world, change the Matrix, and free um, the human race. So it's not until he really gives Neo a rundown of the Matrix before he finally says that specifically. But he does say something like, yeah, you, you are, like, super important, bro. Before we get more into the Matrix, the best way to support Raiders of the Lost podcast is to leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple, a.k.a. iTunes. These help us get seen by new viewers and listeners, as well as Chart. And Apple, you can leave those written reviews, which we love to read off on the show. It was just such a treat. Do we have one to read right now? Actually, I could pull one up real yeah. quick. Yeah, give me one we don't use We don't do the traditional intermission, intermission. during mm -hmm. these ones because we need to, like, stay, stay focused. focused on the movie <laughs> and not lose. Like, if you like, we need to keep our place. We need to keep our composure. But, let's see but yeah, here, I got one right now. Uh, Amendez, favorite podcast, nothing much to say. One of my favorite podcasts I've recommended you guys to a lot of my friends. Thank, I mean, keep it up. Amendez, thank you thank so, you. so much for that five-star review that you left for us on Apple. We appreciate it. And also, another great way to support our show is to become a patron at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. For as little as $2, you get access to... The weekly chat, which is exclusively on Patreon, as well as a weekly bonus episode. We have five different tiers of membership. Everyone gets access to both those bonus episodes, as well as different kinds of perks, like video messages, Discord access, where we have over 150 people chatting on Discord. You get custom episodes. You pick a topic, as well as that top tier. After a while, you get to come on the show after three months, as well as private watch parties with us. So many awesome perks on Patreon, so go check out all those tiers at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. And this episode is sponsored by our friends at movieposters.com. Be sure to use our promo code Raiders10 at movieposters.com to get 10% off your order today. They have a huge selection of pretty much every movie and TV show imaginable in their poster library, as well as all sorts of Matrix posters. So if you are a fan of the Matrix and want to celebrate that love for the films, Go to movieposters.com and get some Matrix posters. Again, use our promo code RAIDERS10 at movieposters.com, and it'll get you 10% off your order today. And so now after they chat for a bit, Morpheus leads him into the ship. He's explaining, this is the Nebuchadnezzar. I'm the commander of this ship. Captain. Captain of the ship, and introduces Neo to a few of the crew that he's already met. And then we also meet Mouse. And Cipher, Cipher, who he, who knew hadn't met yet already. No, so well, Cipher, Cipher was, was in the uh, Dozer, yeah. Dozer, yeah, Do Dozer, Dozer and Tank, yeah, in in Mouse. No, he met Mouse. It was Dozer and Tank because they're all natural. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Neo notices they don't have any plugs or any holes. He says all natural. But ta no, Tank says that no, no, later no. on. Yeah, you're getting ahead again. Okay, you, but again, this you, is where I said earlier where all these people he saw in all these like cool outfits now they're just yeah. like in rags basically. Yeah, and so then, ne and then Morpheus is like. Um, let me show you. He he was basically want, he needs to show him what the matrix is because Neo's like, what is the matrix? Morpheus is like, let me show you. Um, it's better to sh it's better to be shown than to be told. I basically is basically what he says. And so, this is where Neo's getting gets put into his first program. So, he goes down into the chair, 
and he gets he's like very nervous. Morpheus is super chill. <laughs> this is but gonna feel a little, a little weird. weird. Um, but in this is his first time being plugged into a program as a human being in the re- in the real world. And this is where Morpheus and Neo are in basically an empty white program with just the two chairs. Um, and then Morpheus is beginning to explain what the Matrix is. And at first, but the, the, he starts with baby steps. First, he says, "This is a program. We're inside of a computer program." And Neo is just blown away, kind of like really excited about it. He's touching the leather chair like, this isn't real. And then... What's real? Morpheus, yeah, he's like, what's real? He gets very philosophical because if you define what's real by what you can touch, then what's real is only basically just electrical impulses sent to your brain. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Like, what is real? Yeah. And then also he said... Oh, that's later on. Yeah, later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I know what you're going to say. It's very philosophical about the approach of what is reality yeah. versus what is fake. And then... Talking about the Matrix, Morpheus is going back to the story of how it all began, and we look on that little old TV, and you see there, there's like little footage of uh, the real world, our greatest city, New yeah. York City. We gave birth, human mankind at the turn of the century gave birth to its greatest invention, AI. AI. We basked in the glory of our own intelligence, basically. Yeah, and then eventually there was a war. Nobody knows who struck first, but we know it was us who blocked out the sun. And this is also when the program transitions into uh, the valley of the... Well, not yet, because he's explaining to him that there was a war between man versus machine, basically, this this AI. And and it wasn't just one AI. It it became countless AIs. Well, yeah, but it's really one program. Mm. And this program... This war that we are against with them, like you said, we don't know who struck first. Well, so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I gotta disagree with you. It's not a program. It's machines. They always pluralize it because it's not like one lead. Yes, there's a lead program by the end, but it's just a race of AIs. Yeah. Okay. So this, this race of a, this AI, we don't know who struck first, but we know it was us who scorched the skies and blotted out the sun because it was believed that the machines would not be able to survive without a power source as abundant as the sun. Little do they know, fate isn't without a sense of humor because then the machines found all the energy they would never need by turning human beings into this, a Duracell battery. <laughs> turning human beings into a battery. Basically, they figured out a way to use thermal Thermal energy from heat, from body sources, from body heat, as well as electro- electrical en- energy. Human beings help, like create energy inside of our mm-hmm. bodies and just tap into the unlimited supply of energy that the race of human beings provides by taking them over, turning them into slaves, and building and growing. No, human beings are no, no longer born. They are grown in fields, endless fields of crops of human beings, of it, energy. And Morpheus says he's seen, he didn't believe it until he saw the fields for his own eyes. So it's interesting to think, like, when you look at um, Morpheus's history as a character, I mean, there's probably a, a moment where other, other human survivors took him to the fields, and you can just imagine him looking upon um, that site to really hammer home what the truth was. And so that that must it's a cool thing to think of that he went through that as a person. Actually, I think you're right. I think they they show the welcome to, to the yeah. realm of the real or something yeah, like that. Valley of the real or something like that's what little, the world looks like. Yeah, now. exactly. And so this is the real world. This is the world as it is now, um, in reality. And he's basically explaining that the the machines they created the matrix as basically a simulation to keep us happy, to keep human beings alive. 
um, because they found that if they don't, then human beings won't survive to be providing energy for an entire life cycle. And so there were in there also, he doesn't know that there are multiple iterations of the matrix yet. This is something revealed to Neil later on. Um, when ne when Smith is, is talking about it with, with Morpheus actually, and he reveals that to Morpheus. So right now Morpheus thinks this is the only version of the matrix there's ever been because it's all he knows. And Neo is not accepting it. And, and Morpheus is like, you've been living in a fantasy world, Neo. Your reality is not real. You're a slave to machines, to programs. And Neo won't accept it. He's backing up. He's terrified. He's freaking out. They unplug. Get me the hell out of here. They want one out. They pull him out. And then, then Cypher's like, he's going to pop. Gonna pop. <laughs> and then he pukes and passes out in front of everybody. <laughs> and then he wakes up. This this is the when, Morpheus this scene. This is when Morpheus. This is when Morpheus is. He's sitting in the room. He's like. Oh, then he says, "I'm. We don't wake a mind if it's gone yeah, too far. Yeah, it's too old. Too old. Sorry, was, we did, mixed that up. Did um Trinity was Trinity waking Neo up in the first? She one? brings him. She leaves breakfast. Out, yeah. yeah, she brings him breakfast while he's asleep, and then Cipher's outside the door, and he says, "I don't remember you bringing me breakfast. <laughs> was that the first night? Yeah, that was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so this is the scene where Morpheus tells him, like, you were too old, but we had no choice. Yes. And then Neo and this is he does say you're the one. Yeah, this he's, is here. This, this is it. This is so the Morpheus yeah. scene from earlier that we talked about is here. Yes, because he, Neo needed the context of what the Matrix was before Neo before Morpheus could reveal that specific thing about Neo being the one. So now we're we're totally up to speed, bro. We got it. And that, <laughs> but now Neo he's beginning to get a grasp of it and he's beginning to accept it. And so this is where we're gonna get the uh, fucking amazing training montage of. Not just training, but also learning more about the Matrix and well, what's possible. Some, there's something else happening because he has to go to bed again, right? Because when he wakes up the next time, it's him and Tank. Tank wakes him up. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, does anything... Did we mix anything up? Let's think. I think Neo still just, like, takes... I think he takes, like, two days to let it I all think Morpheus in. says you need to rest. Yeah. Basically, rest, you need yeah. to rest. And I, I think it's... The and then the next time you wake... Then the next time it's Tank that comes into his room. Yes, Tank wakes him up. Very exciting stuff. If, 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 you, if Morpheus thinks exciting. it's true. Very exciting time. Very exciting. And Neo's like, notices like he doesn't have any plugs. Homegrown. Yeah. Here. Where? In Zion. The last city of humanity. There's no... So now we find out there's one remaining city. And Neo asks where it is. Deep underground near the Earth's core where it's still warm. And where the machines can't get to us. So humanity has burrowed underground mm -hmm. to stay warm exactly. and avoid the machines above the surface. And now we get now we're getting the training montage. Oh yeah. So <laughs> Tank sets him up, uh, plugs him into the chair. He's like I'm supposed to go through these training, training pro these these basic boring. ones boring, but how about we do something cool? Kung Fu? Was Mar it, was, martial art what's he say? Combat? Combat training. Yeah. How about we do something more fun? Combat, Combat training. training. Kung fu? I'm, I'm going to learn, learn kung, kung fu. fu. <laughs> no, jujitsu. Jujitsu? I'm going to learn jujitsu. That's what it is, because he says kung fu with Morpheus. Yeah, and so basically they're on a montage. And well, so he, first he just like, he plugs in the program, and Neo, do, he does like, he hacks it, and then Neo's like, eyes like, <laughs> So the entire program's like going into his mind, and, he's, and then five seconds later he's like, oh. God, and Mikey, I think he likes it. You want some more? Hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then hours go by. It's like the great metal music. <laughs> Just the hammer. <laughs> and then there's like the uh, the program human like body. Just like doing different martial arts techniques. There's like drunken 
fist or something. There's like a bunch of the Taekwondo, all sorts of different and then, martial arts. Yeah, then Morpheus comes over behind Tank. He's like, how's he doing? Set like nine hours straight. He's a machine. He's a machine. He's a machine. And then a program ends, hack ends. Then Neo wakes up. He's like, I know Kung Fu. And then Morpheus is like, show, show me. me. <laughs> <laughs> then we get this, the, the uh, what's that instrument called? The Psy or something? Mm, I don't know. The gong. Yeah, yeah gong, gong, gong. Yeah. Gong, and they're in a great, beautiful, huge dojo. Yeah. And this is one of my favorite scenes, too, because Neo, he's accepted he's in the, he's in the Matrix, or he's in a program right now, and he's excited, he's confident, he's got all this training, he's like, I'm going to kick this guy's ass, this is so cool. And But before, I'm sorry, just in terms of the look of the film, this is where we see the third color of the film. So the first act, it's green. Anything in the Matrix has a green tint to it, green color palette to it. And then the real world has a blue cool palette to it. Anything on the Nebuchadnezzar that we've seen so far. And then the dojo has a warm color to it, a good warm tone. This is because it's a program. It's not, a, it's not the Matrix. So then we, these are, this is the final reveal of the third look of the film. And this is the first day of training with Morpheus. It's, it's going to be really important because they're going to go through these programs and he's trying to let Neo understand what he can and can't do and how there are no limits inside of a program. And just like any computer program, it can be hacked. And think about it like from that perspective. You're a hacker. You can break into programs. You can change things. You can do the same thing here. And things, gravity is different here. Air is different here. So it's up to you to be able to understand. You think understand that's air that. you're breathing? I <laughs> think that's air you're breathing. So then we get. This. Why didn't I? Why couldn't? Why didn't you beat me? I'm not fast <laughs> enough. Let's get. We're about to get there. You said it. <laughs> you're the one continuing it. Yeah, well, it was a great line. Six, 16 lines later. <laughs> Basically, he's like, "Let's fight." Yeah, let's fight. Super badass. Excellent fight. Um, wonderful choreography. So well shot too. Um, so many different styles yeah. as well. And then. Neo's beginning to have fun. You know, he's very exciting. Uh, he's kind of, like, got this, like, Bruce Lee confidence to him. Like, he's enjoying it. And then it gets to be pretty extravagant where they're doing crazy— it's, They're slowly beginning to do things that no human being can do physically. Um, and Neo can do stuff like that, but I, he still doesn't really quite understand that he can do more than another person. And then there's that great moment where he runs up the wall, jumps over Morpheus— and Morpheus just kicks the shit out of him into a pillar, and then he collapses onto the ground. This is also an instance where Neo bleeds a little bit, and um, Neo's like, "I thought you were supposed to get hurt in the Matrix." It's just no, that's after he oops, falls. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're right. This is where Morpheus says, "Why did I beat you?" And you're too fast. Neo says, "You're too fast for me." He's like, "Do you think that uh, our, muscles our muscles have anything like, to do in a place like this? That me being faster than you or stronger than you? You think that's air you're breathing?" So Morpheus is showing him that speed and physical strengths, physical abilities have nothing to do with being inside of a computer program. It's all mind. It's all in the mind. And so then they get serious, and, and Neo gets pretty close to hitting him a few times. And then Oh, we forgot the bit where um, Mouse walks into the, the cafeteria. He's like, Morpheus is fighting Neo, and then everybody runs <laughs> out. Like, so like uh, Trinity jumps over the table. Because <laughs> they, they all think he's the one. Yeah. And also like as they're watching the fight take place, they are getting excited because he seems to be doing better than anyone average, like the average person when they're first time fighting in the Matrix. And Morpheus is trying to 
get under Neo's skin, trying to get him to open up to the possibilities of what he can do, trying to get him upset in a way to get an emotional response from him. He says, keep trying, stop trying to hit me and hit me, yeah. actually hit me. And we see that Neo has something. He moves like an agent when he's throwing some fists a few yeah. times. We have that great blurring punch and even Morpheus is like, holy crap, that's fast. And he beats Morpheus and gets the fist in his face. Yeah. And then everyone's but, like in shock. Yeah, but then Neo's like, I know what you're doing. And Morpheus is like, I'm just trying to free your mind. Free your mind. Morpheus is trying to be like, you. You basically Neo grew up his entire life understanding the limitations of physics and understanding the limitations of just being a human being uh, on Earth. And there are rules. And Morpheus is just trying to break through that wall that Neo has mentally to be like, for you there are no rules. For you, you can do anything. And this is basically the beginning challenge of testing that for Neo. And then this is. Uh, right after this, they they run the, had, run run the, the jump, uh, program. jump program, yeah, from Tank. Is it the jump? No, no, pro the, no the, the the agent program. Yeah, the, run the agent program. So this is this the point of this program, and they're in downtown LA, and they're walking through the crowd, obviously. But obviously, as they're walking, Club and, to Death is playing in the yeah, background. And Morpheus is explaining more about the Matrix, but he's, he's also explaining agents. He's basically saying so every mostly everybody you see in the Matrix is just a human being that's plugged into the Matrix. They have no idea that they're in the Matrix for them. They're just living their normal lives. But there there are also people other things in the Matrix agents. Now these are programs created by the Matrix to find people like us and to take us out. And these are people that you do not want to mess with and once in they have killed every single person. I will not lie to you, Neo. Yeah. Every man or woman, every man or woman who stood their ground against an agent has fought and died. But where you where they have failed, you will succeed. And I'll, but before that, it's the woman in the red dress passed by Neo, and Neo turned to check her out, and then Morpheus is like, Were you listening to me, Neo? Or were you staring at the woman in the red dress? And then Neo looks back again. Look again. Look again. And then there's Agent Smith holding a gun right to his face. Pause. And pause. And then Tank freezes at the program. And then Morpheus goes into that, describing the agents in more detail and how dangerous they are. And he says, like you just said, that line, everybody who stood up against an agent has died. I've seen them. I've seen people empty clips of magazines of bullets and hit nothing but air. I've seen them punch through concretes. Yeah, but this is where Neo's different. Where they failed, you will succeed. So what you're saying is, what, I'll be able to dodge bullets? No. When you're ready, you won't have to. Exactly. He's, he's basically he's, opening he's, his he's, mind up to, like, you are special. He's also saying, right now, with you, we have the ability, you're going to be able to fight the agents. Nobody else has been able to, but you are destined to be able to fight them. Tank, run the jump program. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a big test. They're on top of a roof. And again, this is a final test for Morpheus to try to free Neo's mind. Don't think... Free your mind. Nike, just do it. Just do it. Remember, you're in a computer program. And then he smiles, turns around, sprints, and jumps 100 feet across the street. It's like 200 feet. Yeah, it's, it's like a, massive. 100 feet in the air and lands on another rooftop, superhero landing. And Neo's just like, Whoa. He's like, did you see that, man? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Okay, free my mind. Free my mind. Free my mind. You got this. I got this. No free problem. Free my mind. No problem. All right. But first he looks over the ledge. He's like, what the fuck? And then everyone back on the Nebuchadnezzar is like, what happens if he does it? No one never, no one ever makes their first jump. They all keep saying, "Yeah, yeah." What if he does? And then Neo jumps, jumps. He and... accepts the jump, but he hasn't freed his mind because it's it's great how they shot it. Because at first he's like, "Oh, maybe he's gonna do it." Then, but then the camera pan it tilts over him, and then he starts starts falling. It it's falls, great. and then the ground sucks him up like a trampoline, rubber trampoline or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Then shoots him back up. He lands hard, and blood comes out. And Morpheus is right there. Everyone's. Yeah. 
Oh, no, yeah. No, and Marcus yeah. is on the roof. Everyone's yeah. like, ah, oh, man, he fell. What does that mean? What does that mean? Everybody falls the first time. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And then, and then, they he, then, he, then he goes, right, Trinity? And Trinity's gone. <laughs> Trinity's like, right? No, he says, right, Trin? Yeah. And then Trinity's not even there anymore. She's like, fuck this dude. Got Couldn't even for... make the jump. <laughs> I'm not in love with him. Yeah, fuck this loser. And then Neil gets unplugged, and he's in pain, and he reaches inside of his mouth, and he's bleeding. He's like, I thought it wasn't real. Morpheus says, your mind makes it real. The body cannot live without the mind. Because Neo asks, if you die in the Matrix, do you die here? And then yeah. Morpheus lives, says, yes, you can, the body cannot live without the mind. So that puts the stakes into the audience's mind to be like, oh, shit, there's actual risk here. All right, then we have, it's nighttime, right? The nighttime? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. another trace program's running. Right, Morph. This is Cipher and Neo. Cipher. So Neo's walking around. He can't sleep at yeah, night. And then he goes and he finds Cipher at the station, and Cipher and he's looking at the code. In um, Cipher's like, "Whoa, he scared me there, Neo. Give me the Jesus, Jesus, or scared the Jesus out of me." <laughs> and because Neo cannot read the Matrix code yet, he's not worried about Neo spying on him. Yeah. At first, uh, that's why he like kind of looks around. He's like, "Anyone else with you?" Basically, because if they see what's on the screen right now, I'll be in trouble. Well, he, well, he and he quickly turns off the screens that are yeah. showing what's going on for his ulterior motives. Great attention to detail. Yeah. And they kind of have like a bonding moment for a little bit. He's like, so you're here to save the world. What do you say to a thing like that? <laughs> I also think drink? Yeah, and Cypher's been has been driven to bitterness from two things. Um, everybody who's unplugged by Morpheus has the possibility of thinking they're the one. And so I think he is resents the disappointment of that. And then also resents the fact that Trinity doesn't have any uh, feelings for him. So he's driven to the, this antagonist um, perspective because of those two things. I don't necessarily think that everyone that's been unplugged by Morpheus thinks he thinks they're the one. You don't think so? No. I think they're that just talented. They're they're just people. They're people that are open Need, to yeah, being yeah. Op, uh, unplugged by the Matrix. But there were definitely people that Morpheus thought was possibly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. But I don't think it's anyone on this ship. Yeah. At all. So I think that they're just like Trinity was a, a great hacker that had potential, and they saw that she was probably. Curious. You know, if Morpheus was like, his name's Neo. Oh my god, e, it's him! It's him! He's the one. <laughs> That's one of the things. <laughs> Apartment 101? What? What? No way, bro. I did it. <laughs> He's a hacker, too. I found him, bro. I found him. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think everyone on the ship has been Does, Yeah, potential. I think you're right, yeah. I think Morpheus has probably been seen a couple potentials, but this is the one. Yeah. The actual one. And so, gives him a drink, and they have this little moment, and then he Neil goes away, sleep tight, and then we cut to Cypher in a classy... Steak restaurant, restaurant. Oh, Firestar yeah. restaurant. That steak is the best looking steak I've ever seen in a movie. It's juicy. What's the uh, the the instrument that she harp. strums? The harp. She strums the harp in the background. He's sitting there with an agent, Agent Smith, and he he says that line about ignorance is bliss. Like I know the ma I know this steak doesn't exist, and I know the Matrix is telling me that it's juicy and delicious, but ignorance is bliss. Basically, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Even though I know it's not real, I still want it. And he's basically gonna do a deal with the agents and with the with the Matrix and the programs, basically to give up Morpheus. He doesn't know the access codes to Zion's mainframe, which the agents want, but I can give you the guy who has them. And he also wants something else in return. He wants to be put back into the Matrix, and he wants to be someone important, like an actor. <laughs> and he also wants to forget any of this ever happened. I don't remember. Nothing. 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 Whatever you want. 
I want to be someone important, like an actor. <laughs> it's so meta and funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. But up, then this is this is the Judas character to stick with the biblical storyline and mythos. So many, the many biblical yeah. references. In, in religious references. Now, the next sequence is... Time then, to meet the Oracle. Yeah, So, but they're yeah. at breakfast, yeah. and this is where Mouse is trying to pimp out the girl in the red dress. He's like, hey, uh, if you want, I can get you some extra time with her digital pimp, hard at work. <laughs> I like her. You like her? I designed her. <laughs> and then also have, the, the, the goop. <laughs> what's in this? Everything the human body needs. doesn't how, have everything the human body needs. How do we needs. even know what Tasty Wheat even tastes like? What if Tasty Wheat doesn't taste like anything? And it's just the Matrix told us to taste it like that. I don't even know what Tasty Wheat really tastes like. You know what? I think think Tasty Wheat tasted more of something like tuna fish. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, shut up, mouse. (laughs) And then Morpheus comes in, tells Dozer to get to broadcast level because we're going to go in. I'm taking him to see her. The Oracle. But also, did we, was there a Sentinel scene before this? Yes, Yes. Sentinel scene. So Sentinel scene. um, While they're, okay, this is when they're in the, no, so the jump program comes yes. first, and yes. then it's the sentinel the, scene, the, the the scene with the agents, because then Morpheus. So so it goes the dojo, yes, jump program, and then the trace the uh, agent Smith program, because then Morpheus gets the call from Tank saying we have trouble, you gotta come out, and that's when they leave the matrix, and then they have to power down and slowly and, and avoid the sentinels that come. So there's actually it's not all training at once. I think that's I threw us off. It's not Bim Bim. It's not Dojo, um, Agent Trump. So it goes, it goes Dojo, Jump Program. Neil fails, gets unplugged, and Blood. he's like bleeding. And then he's sleeping. This is where Trinity delivers him food. Oh, and also Morpheus says to her, "Our search is over." Exactly, our search is over. Trinity delivers the food. While he's sleeping and kind of like creepily looks at Neo like, oh, he looks pretty cute when he sleeps. <laughs> okay, so we were too early on yeah, that then. And then she leaves Neo's room and Cypher's waiting for him. He's like, I don't remember you giving me food. And then there's like a little animosity there, clearly. And then it goes back. Then it cuts to, like, it just goes to mo- agent, tr- agent scene, tr- agent program. Woman in the red dress. Red, red dress. And then at the end... Morpheus gets a call from Tank. We got to get out of here. Then the we Sentinel scene. Yeah, Sentinel, Sentinel scene. scene after that. Then everything you described. Exactly. So then after the Sentinel scene, it's time to see the Oracle. I think that's it. That's correct. I that's mean, it. that sounds good. Yeah, that, that makes 100% sense because I know for a fact he gets the call in the agent program yeah. when it's frozen. I think you're absolutely – because it's like that shot of Morpheus with D- downtown LA and building the, behind him. And the red dress is back there yeah. too. Yeah, yeah that's 100 – that's got to be it. It's, it's just like – I threw us off by saying all the training was in one go. It's okay, man. We figured it out. We got it. We got this shit. All right. Now, Oracle time. Oracle time. This is the the big the big sequence. So everything changes from here. Neo is anxious. You know, this is for real. We're going inside the Matrix. Actually, inside the Matrix. Not a program like the Matrix. Real Matrix, yeah. and they all show up, and it's a great boot up sequence with cool music. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone appears in this room. Cross-cutting from the Nebuchadnezzar to the Matrix, Ma- Nebuchadnezzar, the Matrix, all their cool outfits. Yeah. And also we learned from Morpheus earlier that the outfits you wear basically in your hair is a digital projection of your physical self. Yeah, it's like your own personalized avatar. Yeah, exactly, like how you see yourself in but the Neos, But Neos is still pretty uh, understated compared to the others. It's still it's like it, afraid to let himself out. Exactly. He's still kind of just like very simple outfit um, because he's still, yeah, you say he's not t- completely free. Um 
He basically what I'm saying is he has no fucking style. Yeah, and then the phone rings and Morpheus answers it and says, "We're in." Something We're like in. that. And I they, got in. And then they're <laughs> I got in. And they're leaving the building. They're going to go to the Oracle. There are a couple cars. Another outside. Lincoln. Two cars, right? Cipher oddly goes to a trash can and makes a phone call and drops a cell phone in the trash can, obviously Signaling. planting a trace yeah. of the building where they'll be coming back to. And they all take they all drive away. And Trinity and Neo are in the back seat of the car. Morpheus is in the front. Morpheus is like, oh, yeah, let's get these two chatting. <laughs> he's playing Cupid over there. But Neo's just looking he's around. Like, he's like, Neo, tell Trinity about, like, some cool stuff about yourself. <laughs> and Neo's just looking around the world. He's in shock because now that he knows that this world that he lived his entire life in, I used to eat noodles there. This is all not real. It's fake. But to, for him, his perspective, it's like, this is insane. I can't believe this. Really good noodles. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in the Wachowskis in Bill Pope and the production did an amazing job. They'd use rear projection for this scene. So they're not outside. And they didn't use green screen. But they used like tr- old school rear projection, which you will see in driving scenes of old movies. And it looks wonderful because they wanted to proje- portray like, so it's not the reality that the Neo thought it was. And so he's looking at it from a new perspective. And so the background, as it's moving, it, it has that quality, and it really works. You know what I mean? Um, it looks real enough, but also it looks fake to the audience. Like to get, So it's just a beautiful way to portray Neo's new mind in The Matrix as understanding that it's not reality, but it looks like it's imitating reality. So it's genius. And they get to the Oracle's building. It's just Morpheus and Neo that go up. And also, Neo, oh, in the car, Neo also asks Trinity, What did the Oracle tell you? And she doesn't really want to reveal it. Yeah. She's, I think she said, What she, she says, um, it's private or something. Or I can't remember what she yeah, says. She says something. What is it? I can't remember. She told me I'd fall in love with the, the one. Is that you? <laughs> Are we in love? Stop asking me about my business, man. <laughs> but then Morpheus and Neo take the elevator up. And before they go through the door, Neo asks him, So does she know everything? And he, he, and then Morpheus says he smiles. He laughs to himself. She will think she, she would say she does. No, she would say she knows enough. She, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they go in there, and Morpheus has to sit down, and they lead Neo in. There, we, we've been expecting you. And here are the other hopefuls. There's a bunch of other, the other potentials, potential yeah. ones. Some kids, some older yeah. people, and we got some kids floating objects around the air and then we have the spoon there is no spoon the kid. little bald kid little ang from last Af- last airbender <laughs> legit little it's an incredible sequence it's really important to neo because you know this little boy who you wouldn't expect to be able to do anything crazy he's able to bend a spoon with his it's mind it's a lesson basically it's it another is. lesson it's, and it's he, important this, for neo it's like a monk like kid so he's he's wise beyond his years clearly but the even cuz kids are very precocious and they can they can be very sharp and so I think, uh, what I think what Morpheus was ex- this relates to Morpheus explaining that we don't free a mind um, at a certain age, because I'm sure that they if they can get a kid a potential kid and teach them about the Matrix, it will come much more seamlessly to them, um, grasping the notion of it. Which is, I think this kid is an example of. True, but also because he's in his late 20s, he's already so firm on what reality is yeah. that it's hard to accept. Yeah, That's yeah. why he pukes For and sure. rejects it at first. But he's going to pop! But this lesson <laughs> of that there is no spoon is so important to Neo. And it comes back, great little homage to it in the second film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of, you know, there is no spoon. Realize that, don't think of 
trying to bend the spoon just realize there is no spoon. This isn't real. You can control it. You can do things to it. You can change it. That's what he's teaching Neo in this moment. It's really important. And then it's Neo's turn to meet the Oracle, and she's so funny, and she says, don't worry about that vase, and he knocks what it over. Vase? said, don't worry about it. <laughs> I said, and she's making cookies. Mm, almost done. Those cookies look great. They do look great. And, and then uh, the text above her door, know thyself. That's Latin. You know what that means? <laughs> and she's basically like, all right, let me have a look at you. Looks at her hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see. And then uh, what, what is he? It's... She says, <laughs> I see why she likes you. Who? Not, not too bright. Not too bright. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It kills me every time. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Say, ah, open up. And Neo knows before she's going to say it and what she says, you already know what I'm, I'm about not to the say. One. I'm not the one. Sorry, kiddo. You got talent. You got the gift. You got the gift. But, but you're waiting for something. Waiting for what? Who knows? Your next life, maybe. Yeah. Bada bing. Foreshadow. Neo has to die to become the one. Sick, bro. Sick, bro. Great foreshadow. Sick. I didn't even put that together. And, you know, Neo's very disappointed, but at the same time, he's laughing to himself. Like, Morpheus, he, like, believes so intensely that I'm the one, and... And more in the Oracle's like, you don't even know the half of it. <laughs> this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> Do you want to hear what I'm about to tell you? And Neo says, yes, I want to hear this. Morpheus believes so much that you're the one that at some point he's going to risk his life for you. And one of you will have the option. Only one of you is going to survive, basically. You both yeah. will have your, your the other's lives in, in your fates. Yeah. One of you will survive. One of you will die. That's how far Morpheus will go with believing that you're the one. And this irks Neo because yeah. obviously he doesn't want Morpheus to die for something that isn't true, mm -hmm. that believing. And also, Neo doesn't want to die himself. Yeah. But and at then some she point, gives him a cookie. But here, have a cookie. And by the time you're done with it, you remember, you don't believe in all this oracle crack and all this fortune telling hooju, hooju. Verbatim. Hooju, boo No, hooju, boo boo. Hooju, boo boo. Hooju, boo I just made it up. I invented it. I, it's, I thought it was from the word, from the dialogue. Man, it sounds like something she would say. And then Morpheus greets Neo, and Neo wants to tell him, Morpheus, what was said in there was for you and your ears only, for you and you alone. Yes, that's it. Let's go. Out. Let's get out of here, bro. Let's go get some noodles. Some tacos. Those noodles look good, bro. Yeah, you see, where were the where's the noodle shop? You. <laughs> 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 and then we're uh, back. Well, I think that uh, when Neo asks Trinity what the Oracle said, she doesn't respond. She just looks at him. Yeah, I think she just she just um, like, doesn't say anything. You don't want to know. <laughs> I ain't telling you. But I love the uh, when the Oracle, when she says not too bright, he's like, who likes me? He's like, the only woman you've been talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Switch. <laughs> There's one woman that you've been interacting with, Neo. Pretty regularly. <laughs> Fucking she bozo. Brought, she brought you food, bro. <laughs> She's like another dumb jock. Not Here we too go. right. <laughs> I can't describe how I'm feeling. <laughs> Why can't I f say what I feel? <laughs> I am an FBI, FBI agent. agent. <laughs> All right. So now we're driving back to the safe house. Um, They get in. To this. I got in. <laughs> I got in. They, got, they get into the safe house, Um, but there's something wrong. The power goes out. Well, actually, first they, he sees deja vu. So they're walking up the steps. Black cat walk by. Neo's like, oh, I love cats. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts walking, but then he hears another cat, and he sees it's in his uh, 
Deja Vu, very similar looking cat. Exact same yeah. cat that did the exact same For, movement. I'm just, yeah, but I'm saying his perspective. Oh, okay. of it's like, oh, it's a similar cat. He's like, oh, Deja Vu. I, I don't think you understand anything. It was yeah. like the exact <laughs> same cat. <laughs> it did the exact same. It shook its head. And, went, and when he said Deja away. Vu, everyone was like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> Deja fucking Vu. Get the, what? Get what out the, of here. What the fuck did you see? <laughs> What'd you see? He's like, I don't know, man. I just saw a cat. He walked by, then another cat that looked just like it. Was it the same cat? Did it look exactly Can't the same? Be sure. Could have been. And then what, Trinity when, says, when then Neil's deja like, what vu, does that mean? Deja vu happens when they change something. They've changed something. And the power goes out. Um, and, and then the uh, generators generate pop, pop. Mouse opens the curtains, and they're bricked up. They're like, fuck. The windows are bricked up. <laughs> bricked up. <laughs> bricked up, bro. <laughs> you know what bricked up means? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the windows are covered with brick yeah yeah and so bricked up bro and then um they st- they run upstairs but this is when mouse gets shot up mouse stays down there with all yeah. the equipment he pulls out uh it's, like a, it's, two it's, massive machine guns. machine gun yeah they're huge they're bigger than him see the fire that you see the size of that c- cannon bigger than him <laughs> bigger than him <laughs> <laughs> we should be fucking dead we should have shotguns, man. <laughs> Pulp Fiction reference. And so anyways, um, there's no fight yet, but they they realize that they're agents. Tank calls and says they're agents. They're being swarmed, surrounding the building. So they're like, fuck, we got to get out of here. How do we get out of here? And they figure out through the wall. So then they're um, going down the well, wall. Well, Mouse dies first. Mouse so dies. we have Mice, Mouse pulls out those massive guns, yes. goes on his... Tony on his uh, <laughs> Scarface 40s gangster Scarface shooting Alpha, ah! yeah, gets killed. They're running up the stairs, and I believe Morpheus asks Tank for a schematic blueprint, basically of this building, right? And then it cuts. And it cuts it cu- the agents looking for them, and they're like swarming the building. And then it cuts to the crew inside the walls. Yeah, it cuts to a wall of a bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And then the camera it pushes goes into in. that bathroom. Yeah. And then we see that they're inside and then, the walls. And then the camera tracks down the the gap in the wall down and we see that each crew member is just slowly making their way below, descending. <laughs> you call them crew members. <laughs> they're a crew. <laughs> they are a crew. They're, they're a squad. Cast. They're cast. Cast? You said crew member. I thought you meant like a production. No, part of the crew, like the squad. You said crew member. That's definitely a production term. No, I'm, I mean like the crew, the members of the crew. The PAs are going down the wall. <laughs> the squad, okay, the squad. The Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar squad. Nebuchadnezzar squad. Yeah, they are a crew of a ship. I know, I'm supposed to. So they are, I accurately named them crew. It's an apt name for them because they are a crew. No, crew works, but yeah. you said crew member. So are they a member of a crew? I guess. I get. Well, well, it's a movie podcast, and crew member is like a very production. Hold on, term. are they on a, a ship? Do they live and work on a ship with different roles of the sh- of on the ship? Yeah. So they're a crew. And what would you call a person of that crew? A member of a crew? Probably a crew member. <laughs> <laughs> so go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably call him a crew member. <laughs> anyway, squad or, is going down. Squad. <laughs> very quietly. And Cipher. She can't hold that sneezing, bro. The dust, yeah, the the dust. The dusty foot comes, hits him in the face. I don't yeah. blame him. That's a I lot mean, of yeah, dust. It's, there's questionable. Did he do that on purpose? Or was it was a real sneeze. I mean, it's I think a lot it was of both. dust. Yeah, I think it was a, on purpose, but he had an excuse. I would sneeze if I was him. And all there's just dust everywhere, man. They're Pouring in the on. walls. They're, They're in, in the walls. walls. And they start shooting and they start unloading their handguns. Yeah, and the even walls. Neo's like boop, 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 boop. And then Morpheus is like, "Get Neo and Trinity, get Neo out of here!" And so Trinity grabs Neo, and then they she just kicks out the. 
Like she, she, they slide down. Wait, no. First, first, Morpheus busts through the wall. Yeah, yeah. Busts through the wall. Ah, busts through the wall, and then takes out that squad of SWAT. And then tells Trinity to get Neo out of there. Grabs him by the ankles and pulls him down. Yeah, and then Smith shows up, and he and Morpheus have a fucking fantastic fight. Like this show is like Morpheus is probably the best fighter of the whole crew, <laughs> <laughs> of all the crew members. <laughs> He's the best crew member. Um. But but Smith just fucking dominates him, but he's very he's so skilled he does get a couple of like, but it gets to the point where he's just like trying to fucking survive and and Smith's just like kind of toying with him. He jumps into the corner of the wall up above to just like give a give him a little bit of a better position, and then Smith just slams him onto the fucking floor. Great dialogue too, and yeah. you gotta give the Wachowski so much credit for going so practical with this film and putting their actors through a year of training to get them ready for the martial arts. Because this is Hugo and Lawrence Fishburne pretty much the entire time doing this entire fight sequence. I would say the only thing that's not them is the slam down. Maybe, yeah. yeah. If anything, it could have been. Who knows? Mm. But I mean, these guys were in their probably late forties when they shot this movie. Probably both of them. And to like get in that good of a shape, and to make it that look that incredible on yeah. film, it, that's why I love The Matrix so much. Is bringing the the great martial arts and kung fu back to Hollywood that I think it was just thirsting for in the 1990s. It was kind of just like not as popular as it used to be, but The Matrix brought it back, and they did such a great job filming this movie. Yeah, I mean, Jet Li movies and Jackie Chan movies really took off in America after The Matrix. So I think that definitely had an influence on Hollywood, being like, what do we have with kung fu? Basically, and it's great because uh, Agent Smith knows exactly who Morpheus is, but then Morpheus he introduces himself to Morpheus. He's like, "You all look the same to me." <laughs> the famous Morpheus. Sorry, I don't know your name. Smith, Agent Smith. You all look the same to me. That's a great line. It's a great line. And then they take him. They beat the crap out of Morpheus and take him away. Yeah. And Tank screams, "No!" Oh! He's like crying. Poor guy. Down in the lower levels, in like the garage level, the Crew members, they find a little sewer duct or, or kind of escape and to get out of as there. As they're getting sworn by SWAT and stuff. Cypher fake falls and, yeah. uh, and gets in a different route than them and escapes differently mm-hmm. and escapes the building and gets a separate phone call from Tank, calls yeah. Tank to get out of there and gets on the Nebuchadnezzar before everyone else. Meanwhile, Tank gets, sets up a new phone call for the squad where and they go to a new area. And so it's, it's, it's Neo, Trinity, Pac, and Switch. And they're all about to answer the phones, but then the the phone rings, and they think they're hoping it's Tank. But oh, I'm sorry. Off before this, Cipher is unplugged by Tank. Yeah. And then when Tank because he calls Tank, yeah. he's like, "Oh, something happened! Yeah. Boom! I got out of there!" And, Boom! And Tank's like, "Cipher, where the hell are you?" And then unplug Cipher. Then Tank goes back to his station. He turns around. Um, Cipher electrocutes Dozer, and Tank's like, "No, no, no!" T- Cipher electrocutes Tank. Doors is like, no! <laughs> like the different voice. Yeah, it's way deeper voice. And then Cypher electrocutes and kills Dozer. Um, and he throws the gun around, thinking that Tank's also dead. And then he goes to the station. And so when the, the crew gets to the safe house location, the new one, phone rings. Um, Trinity answers it, thinking it's going to be Tank. But Cypher is like, hey, hey Trinity. Hey, Trin. Um, he calls her Trin. And then there's that great dialogue where he's like, uh... Basically, Morpheus lied to us. Like, yeah. I'm sick of that ship. I'm sick of the same food every day. Everything the he goop. told us was a pack of lies, 
Uh, I'm sick of Morpheus. He basically he, he looks at Morpheus as a religious nut, a cult leader. Co- and he's like, I didn't want to. If I knew that this is going to be the real world, I would have taken that blue pill. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. I want to go back in. I'm sick of this world. And also, I loved you. I was in love with you. And like, this is how you repaid me, basically. He says there was a point in time where I thought I was in love with gotcha. you. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and then he he unplugs Pac. And if you unplug someone um, without doing it properly, they just die. So Pac just collapses. Disk error, just it, like a like yeah. a hard drive. And then he, uh, <laughs> if you have any last words for Switch, I suggest you say it now. Not, Not like, like this. Not, Not like, like this. And then Switch <laughs> dies. And then he goes. Then Cipher goes over to Neo, and he's like, "This is the test, right? This is it. If he's the one, there's gonna have to be some kind of miracle that's gonna stop me from killing him." Look in his eyes. Those big, pretty eyes. Was, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Believe, believe it. Better believe it now, bitch. Boom. Zaps him. They take <laughs> zaps him. Spits on him. And yeah. then the phone rings again. Trini hangs up because she doesn't understand what happened. Yeah. And then it rings again. She, they, she hesitantly answers it. And it is Tank. Tank. Got him. And then they both get unplugged. And then, boom, cut to Morpheus handcuffed to a chair. At the top of a skyscraper in some big ass room. Top floor of a skyscraper. Yeah. I don't know if it's a very top floor. It's like a- well, you, well, you said top of the. Sky- I just wanted to differentiate. Okay, We're not on the roof. <laughs> You're right. Because when you say top of a skyscraper, you think like standing on a roof. A, yeah. a pretty high level of a skyscraper. <laughs> Probably like 70th, 70th floor of an 80 story building. I hope so. Yeah. yeah it seems, it seems like it. it. Seems right. And they're trying to hack. They're trying to break Morpheus's mind to get the access mainframe codes for Zion. And agents like Agent Smith's doing the interrogating, but then he's like. Give us a minute. Get out of here, Leave guys. Leave us. Because he's got to get a little more personal. And then the other guys are like, they look at each other like, so Smith's in charge. But then this is a vital scene to, obviously, the rest of the series working in terms of, of Smith being the main villain. Um, and it was, I think this is a great moment where Smith reveals that, you know, he is, all, he's kind of like Cypher where he's rejecting his purpose. He's rejecting his programming. And he wants to be freed as well. And he unplugs so that nobody can, none of the agents can hear what he's saying to Morpheus. And he reveals like a lot of personal info about like he is desperate to like get to the main system to unplug himself from being this programmed agent. Um, so I love that there's like this rebellious, um, chaotic um, AI program that's just like wants to become rogue, which he, is yeah, really fantastic. And he also reveals that um, there have been multiple iterations of the Matrix. Um, and they figured in the, the machines learned that they tried to create different versions that they thought humans would like better. They created like a perfect utopia and no human beings accepted it. Entire crops were lost in terms of crops being the humans in the, uh, in the endless fields. And so they, they found like the perfect iteration that works for the matrix of like the current system of the world that people live in now. I believe, isn't that the architect and reloaded? Um, No, Smith stays in here. Entire crops were lost. He talked. He he talks about uh, there were a couple of iterations of the Matrix. Gotcha. The and sin- or the architect reveals there are multiple iterations of the one. Of the one. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So and also he starts to basically analyze the Matrix and human beings, talking about how human beings are the most comparable to a virus, and they basically kill everything that they can. They are part of. They consume everything. They're like a plague, basically. And he's also 
as disgusted with the Matrix as a human being that knows what the Matrix is. It's the smell. It's the smell. <laughs> I have to. It's get the out smell. Of here. It's the, <laughs> you gotta close your nose. It's the smell. I don't. I don't have to. It's the smell. <laughs> I can already go that nasally, bro. I am that nasally. It's the smell. smell it. it's, it's disgusting, isn't it? It's, yeah, he rubs his hand all over Morpheus. You can't even bear the smell. Shoves up stench. his nose. So basically, he's analyzing. Morpheus is like. <laughs> he's like, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and smith reveals his plan is i have to get out i have to get the access codes to the zion in this, i have to break free in this mind is the key exactly so he wants to get out of the matrix and go into the world which is so fascinating i love it i love i love smith he's great, great and then boy. um then well, we're on the nebuchadnezzar and neo is like we can save well first what they're gonna do is because yeah. he has the access codes to Zion mainframe. It's too Tank understands yeah. that like what we have to do is we have to kill Morpheus. We it's have what to Morpheus him. would want. Exactly. Yeah. We have to unplug him, and Morpheus is probably expecting it. And so you know he's about to pull the plug, and they're saying their last words to Morpheus. You know you're more than a leader. You were a father to all of us. We're gonna miss you so much. And before he pulls it, Neo says, "Wait, stop. Wait. I don't believe this is happening. I don't believe because it. and he's, they're like, what do you mean you don't believe what's happening?" The Oracle told me I'd be faced with a decision where I could choose me or Morpheus and one of us would survive and one of us would die. And which means that I can go in the Matrix and I can save Morpheus I and I it. have to do it because I'm not the one. I'm sorry, Trinity. I'm not the one. And Trinity's like, that's impossible. Real I don't believe it. Basically saying, I'm in love with you, though. Yeah. And she, he's like, sorry, I'm just another guy. Just a guy. No, I, I don't believe that at all, Neo. I don't believe you at all. And so because of what the Oracle told Neo, he has the confidence that he can go inside the Matrix and he can bring Morpheus back. It was back. the pressure of of becoming the one. It was the pressure of feeling the weight on his shoulders as being the savior that was limiting him. And so once the Oracle took that out of his mind, he was free to really uh, become, ironically, the one. In a way, yeah. to, it's a, a step. And, and it, freed up, it freed up his confidence. And Yeah, it was an important step. Exactly. Because it was, it was holding him back, the pressure uh, and the expectation that Morpheus was putting on him. Because he believes and knows he's not the one yet from the Oracle telling him, yeah. which means that he believes her saying that I can save Morpheus. Yeah. One of us, one of us can survive and, and then, I get yeah. to choose, yeah. and which then, means I can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And so, more, and so Neo... He's like setting up his station to get in, and she's like, "I'm coming with you." He's like, "No, you're not." She's like, uh, "Excuse me, excuse I me. am the ranking officer on the ship, and if you don't mind, you and can go Mor to hell." Morpheus means a hell of a lot more than to me than he does does to you, and if you don't mind, you can go to hell. <laughs> it's great. And so they go into their uh, first program to boot up and weapon and get some weapons and guns, lots, lots of, of guns. guns. Fuck yeah! Great shot with all the racks of guns flying at them. Nobody's ever done anything like this before. That's, That's why, why it's, it's going to work. work. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> and then do we go back to Morpheus and the agents? It cuts to the agents. Okay, so then it cuts to the Smith lobby. And, Smith and Morpheus for a minute, right? Oh, no, right to the lobby. Cuts to the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> Please remove any belts or metal objects Metallic you might items, have. Belts, loose change, keys. <laughs> opens its trash and goes, oh! Holy fuck! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom! All right, this is where they kill innocent guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is an incredible necessary scene. Necessary evil. Never seen anything like this before in my entire life for the first time. It's like a five-minute, action-packed, 
bullet bullet heavy kung fu everything it's a bullet farm it's I'm a blade farmer motherfucker <laughs> it's crazy like the first time i saw a scene it blew my mind yeah it's, it's so really fun. it's really incredible and the the practicality of the filmmaking the no stunt fucking work. green screens yeah no green, no screen green screens all. it's really impressive and the music's fantastic it's just, and it's just so fucking cool like so so cool they got the sunglasses on Great the music, slow motion. like the, the digital techno music. Yeah. But the slow motion, it's it, the editing's great from uh, 24 frames to the slow motion back and forth. It's choreographed so well. Um, so much carnage is just unloaded on everything. And it's just really a propulsive, remarkable action set piece. Yeah. And it's so memorable. So Neo and, and Trinity beat the crap and take out every guy here, which is like 10 minutes. It's awesome. And then they get on the elevator. Oh, no, not yet. They take out they take out the floor, and then it cuts to the agents enter Smith's room with Morpheus. We have a problem. Oh no! It's after the explosion. No, no, no! It's it's after this. So they go in. We have a problem, and then Smith's like, "What?" And he's you haven't heard. And then, oh no! I'm sorry. You're it's right. Explosion yeah, sorry, first. Sorry, so they they have the, they have the big bag, and they get on the elevator and they start taking it up, and then yes. Journey starts to unzip it and starts to tinker with it and start to activate it and then neo stops the elevator they get up to the top mm -hmm. and they detonate it basically they, they set a timer and then they're on top of the elevator and they grab the they the grab cord, the cables the, cable, the lines yeah. and then neo says there is no spoon shoot turning he's like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're on the elevator neo what spoon what's the spoon got to do with anything and the elevator drops massive explosion on the first floor yeah. while they fly up yeah and then it cuts and then to it the cuts room. to the room yeah so then the other agents come in it's like what they, are you doing they like caught him with this pants down basically <laughs> he, he hasn't heard <laughs> heard <laughs> what <laughs> then he plugs back in and then it cuts to the rooftop exactly fights fighting more swat teams and then um back Mor to the smiths they yeah. think they can save him yeah they think they can save him and then morpheus is like oh fuck yeah let's go and then on the roof one of the agents takes over the body of a surviving SWAT member, and then Neo senses this, turns around like Wild West style, unloads two pistols on the agent. The agent dodges every single one of them, and then he's out. He's like, "Fuck, Trinity, Trinity, hello, help!" And then the agent fires on Neo, and then we get the iconic scene of Neo dodging bullets for the first time, falling back. Slow motion bullet time looks sensational. Amazing sound design. It's such a, a pinnacle moment of action cinema, I think. And it's so magnificent to behold, even on rewatches. He ends up falling to the floor. He gets shot. He gets scraped by two bullets, one in the thigh, one in the arm. But he dodged them all. And then the agent walks up to Neo, only human. And then a gun goes up to the agent's head, and his Trinity dodged this. Boom! <laughs> Agent goes flying in slow motion, and then she picks Neo up, and she's like, how did you do that? Do what? I've, I've never seen, seen anyone move that fast. fast. You move, move like, like them. them. <laughs> <laughs> Not fast enough. <laughs> Tank, I need uh, operational handling on this helicopter over here. Yeah. Operational handling. <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good. yeah, it's good enough. I believe it. That's such a badass line. Dodge this. <laughs> So cool. Slow motion. This fucking movie's great. so fucking cool. It is cool. And then basically we cut to inside In the helicopter. The Not yet. Not we, yet. We cut to inside the hotel, inside the room. Yes, yes. And then the fire, because of the fire, the sprinklers are on. So the sprinklers are going off. And it's Smith and one other agent. Yeah, and then they look out the window and a helicopter is outside the window. Yeah. 
And then no. Then we cut in- <laughs> no. <laughs> then we cut inside and Neo's behind a minigun. And then he eventually gets all of the agents and even Smith. Yeah, even Smith and it's what it's great cuz when they get killed they transform back into the person whose body they took. And then all the agents are out and it's just Morpheus in the chair and, dun, dun, and Neo's dun, dun, like, "Come on, bro." Dun, dun, dun. Come on, Tars! Come on, Tars! <laughs> the Morpheus has to break the handcuffs. Da, 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 I am Morpheus! <laughs> Hear me roar! He breaks the handcuffs, takes off all the plugs, gets out of there, and starts. In the as soon as he stands up, the door opens, and, and Smith, Smith comes out yeah. with the other agents. And he's like, "I gotta run." Starts to book it slow mo with the sp- sprinklers going off. Smith shoots ahead of him through the wall, yeah. clips one of his legs. Neo notices and says, he's not, not going to make it. it. He clips to the rope that he was... Oh, he's already clipped He to ties the, the rope around Ties himself. the rope around himself and then jumps at the same time. Morpheus jumps from the helicopter outside the building and they catch, he catches him midair. Amazing. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then Trinity lifts off, rises the helicopter over the building, and then... While Smith shoots a couple it, holes in, in the, the gas, gas tank. And then... But Neo's holding on to Morpheus and just like... It's a great shot. Some great shots. They shot this in Canada um, to make it feel for American audiences like an unfamiliar city. And so flying around this these skyscrapers with the helicopter and the two stunt people dangling, dangling from that rope is just an amazing shot. Absolute insanity. And then he, uh, Neo drops Morpheus on the rooftop while the helicopter, she's losing complete control of it. Trinity can't steer it anymore. And then after Morpheus, Neo drops onto the roof as well. He's still tied to the rope, and Trinity, the helicopter's going to crash. Trinity. She's, Trinity. And so, <laughs> Trinity. <laughs> Trinity. <laughs> and then um, Trinity. as the helicopter is in slow motion and it's falling, it's cra- about to crash into the building in the distance, Neo like wraps the rope around his arm like, I got this. <laughs> and then just, as, just before impact, Trinity grabs the rope, shoots it free, jumps out of the helicopter the helicopter smashes into the glass skyscraper causing and I love the, the matrix ripple. the ripple the ripples from the matrix yeah, programming it's, it's so, so cool and then she falls in the opposite direction she doesn't fall she's hanging. i mean i mean yeah swings swings sorry swings in the opposite direction and neo but also neo like is getting dragged because the helicopter's yeah. still attached exactly to him yeah. before she pulls it off yeah, yeah. to the edge of the building so and he made that, it to the ledge and that great shot over his shoulder of him holding onto the rope at the ledge of the building and you can see her yeah. swinging, swinging away yeah. from the helicopter that's exploding into the Fucking building insane freaking i sick. can't believe this movie was made with 90 million dollars nuts man unbelievable smashed into the window yeah. and he pulls her up with the incredible hero music and then they look She's at like, each other. She looks like, oh my, oh man, this guy. Holy crap. Then Morpheus is like, do, do you, you believe, believe it now, now, Trinity? <laughs> She's like, no comment. <laughs> Wet. <laughs> <laughs> she believes it. <laughs> oh, I believe it, man. <laughs> but they got to get out of there. All right, so Tank sets them up with a new phone. Yes. And they run there. And they make it to the phone. It's this phone booth in the subway. Yeah, subway. Uh, subway. In the, in the subway. Yeah. And... 
And they get it there. There's a homeless man sleeping uh, about 20 feet away that yeah. they barely notice because he hasn't been turned into an agent yet. And they got they got to get out of there. They got things to do. Yeah. So I didn't mean it like they didn't notice him because <laughs> so like, you hate homeless people. They didn't notice him. Cancel. We got him, guys. We got him. <laughs> Wrap it up. Raiders of Lost Podcast. Canceled. You thought you'd get away with that? It's like they'll always sell your Philadelphia music. <laughs> James getting arrested. <laughs> Cancel on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Morpheus answers the phone, disappears you into first, the line. Morpheus, yeah, gets out of there, and then they and, hang but, up. And, but what's what happens is the homeless man sees Morpheus disappear, and this is what signals to the agents because they're obviously searching the area for any signs of strange stuff. Uh, from what I gather from this moment is they they recognize an. Uh, something strange happening. I see, yeah, I don't think it's the the agents. It's the Matrix. Yeah, exactly. The main program. In this, something realized, strange happened. Okay, yeah. bam. This is where they are. Yeah. Go here. And then before Trinity answers the phone, she, with she, Matrix, she hangs it up so that it can be called again. She has to tell him some stuff. Yeah. Before I go, um, you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? She says, so, she's almost about to reveal what the Oracle told her. Yeah. The Oracle told me something 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 and i can't remember what, what she it's said. not too detailed yet because it's in front of it's over the chair when he's dead she says all that stuff but she's, she's hinting at it yeah. she's hinting at like what the oracle told me yeah exactly yeah and, and then while they're talking waiting for the phone to ring the homeless man turns into smith and then he says like wait you can tell me when we get on the other side or something like that yeah we'll see you on the other side we'll, baby yeah <laughs> we'll continue this conversation <laughs> in a minute and so she's like okay so then she starts to take i the have phone. to go pee but i'd love to continue talking about this conversation <laughs> <laughs> zoolander and so she's about to put the phone to her ear then he, she puts her hands up to the glass in shock because she sees smith smith oh, shoots yeah. a bullet through the glass and it shoots the receiver. She got through, but the line's been destroyed. And she yeah. says, send me back in, Tank. I can't. It's gone. Yeah. And then Neil looks and Smith just walks over. He's like, what's up, motherfucker? M- remember me? Mr. Anderson. And Neo's about to run away, but then he stops. He, 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 yeah, he goes to the steps, but then he stops. And he's like, he turns. And then uh, Neo's Trinity's like, what's he doing? And Morpheus is like, he's beginning to believe. <laughs> and this is kind of like a little Western standoff oh my God. at first. Even like the we little the, bush. Like the, the dust yeah. bush like blowing in the wind. We have newspapers yeah. floating, the cool little sound effects. I love this little campy Western se- uh, shot you right You even here. get like the Western sound design. Yeah. That, whatever that instrument is. It's like that thing that you can bounce back and forth. I, I can't remember what it's called. but It's awesome. Yeah. And then they go at it. They pull out their guns. Jumping in the air, 360, empty clips, you're out. So are you. <laughs> I love how Neo does Another like great bullet time, by the yeah. way. Great Have you ever time. seen like the ridiculous thumbnails on YouTube people make about like how, how movies are really de- made? And, and yeah, the, the <laughs> fake, yeah, there's a fake yeah. Matrix background yeah. behind the scenes set photo, like green screen. It's all fake, but it's very funny. But so It's like, like some people holding it'll someone be like, on a it's board. It's like, yeah, guys in green suits holding up. Uh, Hugo Weaving and Keanu Reeves, like four of them holding them up for the yeah. shot, <laughs> implying that's how it's done. It's fucking ridiculous. It's very funny. And incredible. So, so they, just, I love how they're both out, and then uh, Neil, like, does this, like, spinning flip to get up to his feet, and then Smith's just, like, half, like, oh, leisurely, like, standing up. Oh, my, my He's ankles. Like, I'm going to enjoy this, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> great fight you yeah. know neo is very skilled and he's probably he's hitting the agent yeah he's hitting the agent he's special 
But over and over again, no matter how much of an upper hand he can get on Agent Smith, Agent Smith fights back and ends up beating him every time they have a back and forth. But what's really huge is that shot where, that moment where he knocks the sunglasses off of Smith. Like, that's great. He breaks one of the lenses. But, but then once, like, Smith Then is, he says, I'm really going to enjoy this. Yeah, and then Smith, get, when he gets him into the wall and just pounds on him over and over again. And then in this in his station in the Nebuchadnezzar, Neo's body is just like bouncing back. Like, oh, you know what? Jesus Christ, he's killing him. He's coughing up blood. Yeah, and then he throws him onto the rails. Well, also before that, Neo does the standing up and... Oh my God, yeah. The, when he does the flex the of the pose. dust flying out everywhere. And then he does that beautiful dun, pose. Dun, 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 and he does the hand gesture. And then there's some more fighting, but then Smith gets the upper hand, the throws him onto the rail, um, smashes him through the concrete, and then Neo's lying on top of the rail, like destroyed, and Smith goes down... And he hears the train incoming. He sees the light. Yeah, he's, it's great. And it's such a great setup where... Uh, what's Smith saying here? He keeps saying... He, like, grab, it was he grabs him in a headlock. It was inevitable. Is yeah. it inevitable here? Um, so he says inevitable He has him here. in the headlock. Yes. And you see that, Mr. Anderson? That's, that's the, the sound, sound of, of your inevitability. inevitability. That's what it is. That's the sound of inevitability. Yep, that's, that's the it. sound of your life ending. ending. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. My name is Neo! He jumps up into the ceiling, smashes Smith onto the concrete. They both fall. Smith falls and collapses, but Neo lands on his feet. And just as the train is coming, he does a backflip onto the train platform, missing it by inches. What the fuck? This movie's fucking insane. So I can't incredible. believe this movie, man. He thinks he's won. He's like slowly, like, oh my god, thank yeah. god I beat. And then the train comes Screech to a screeching halt. And the door opens, and Smith comes out again. And, more, and Neo's like, oh, not again. I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing this again. So I did it once. I yeah. can't do it twice, basically. And then, and then there's the foot chase through the city, through the crowds. He steals someone's cell phone. Hey! turns into smith and then he he rings up tank he's like mr operator get me the hell out of here got a phone for you and he says like a couple blocks away in seventh floor room 314 314 314 that's what it is but then there's that going through the apartments the apartments hiding in the trash yeah up the up the uh what do you call it fire escape yeah knife getting thrown in the kitchen like everywhere he goes an an agent turns into that human being and so the two other agents are following him inside that building that he gets through to but there was a shot of smith Touching his ear, he heard the location. And he looked up at yeah. the at the building. Exactly. And he's like, I'm gonna go a different route. Yeah. And so obviously when Neo gets in the building, he's going through all the through the hallway, going through all the numbered doors. He opens up the correct one and who's waiting for him. And he goes inside the wrong door. On your other left! On your other left! He goes in the right door and who's inside waiting for him? Gun Smith drawn. With a gun ready. <laughs> and everyone's watching in disbelief. He gets he gets shot like then, ten times. Holy crap! I think he unloads the clip on him. A whole clip, and it's shot from overhead, and it's really pow- it's just so powerful. There's a couple shots, and then there's a shot yeah. down the hallway too. Yeah, yeah. And then Neo just eventually collapses, he, he dies, flatlines, and, and then flatlines. His body falls to the floor, and then there's just that trail of blood on the wall. But before he dies, like you think he's gonna survive yeah. because he's like t- he takes like seven bullets, and he's then still- he's like, I'm still standing. But then when he unloads the clip, it's like he's done. It's done. And then Morpheus is like, it cannot 
be. We also forgot to crosscut that Sentinels are breaking in. Sentinels breaking in. They found the ship, and now way earlier they yeah. started coming. Sorry, yeah. forgot about the Sorry. Sentinels coming in, tearing apart the Morpheus ship. Morpheus wants to wait to hit the EMP. At this point, yeah. the EMP is charged, and the Sentinels are inside the Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, exactly. And but everybody's in disbelief. Morpheus is like, it cannot be. And there are lasers be. shooting out. They're legit inside yeah. the part of the. But I think they're so demoralized by Neo's death. They're like. There's no point. In, like, what has just happened? And then, and then, however, then Trinity Trinity goes, is speaking to Neo's dead body inside the chair. She says, "I'm not afraid anymore." The the Oracle told me that I would fall in love with a dead man, and that dead man would be the one. So I'm not afraid anymore because I does, love you, Neo. Uh, does she say dead man or that man? Dead man. Dead man. She told sure? me I would fall in love with a dead man. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Okay, maybe that's why she's so unsure about. That's yeah. why she's so confident, and that's why she's not afraid. Yeah. Even though there's lasers shooting all around her, she says, "I'm not afraid." The Oracle told me it's her prophecy is coming true right exactly. now. Exactly. Okay. Because I, she was waiting. She didn't want Neo to die. She, yeah. So this is the the prophecy reveal of Trinity. The Oracle told me I would fall in love with a dead man, and that dead man would become the one. Okay, I, I'm not afraid anymore. I always thought she said that man. Now this makes and, more sense. And now, yeah. So dead man and. And you can't be dead because I love you, which means you're the one. Kisses him. Now get up. And then his heartbeat kicks back on. And this is Neo being reborn inside the Matrix. Resurrected. His sec, his next life. This is what he was waiting for. He had it, to die yeah. to become the one, which is why they retconned this with revolutions and it pissed me off. Yeah. There's also, yeah, resurrections. Um, it's what so did I say? Bad. Resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, resurrections. <laughs> Matrix, let's make our resolutions. <laughs> Um, but it also shows that there's a connection to the real world and the digital world because she she is in the real world and brings him back to life in the Matrix and back to life in reality, which is really – that's like – it's really fascinating. I thought it was fantastic. And then once Neo wakes up inside the Matrix, everything's different. He is the one now, and so he sees in code. And he's just he stands up in the hallway, and the agents agents are like, "What the fuck?" He can and flex. Yeah, and Neo's like looking around, like the he, walls. All he sees are, he's like, he's like, "This is cool." Everything reverberates around him, yeah. and he's just like transformed and yeah. peaceful. And then they all unload pistols on him, bullets flying, and he just goes, "No!" He puts his hand up, and they all stop in front of him and freeze. And the agents are like staring at him in shock. And then Morpheus is like, "He is the one." And then. I love it. Neo just grabs one of the bullets and looks at it and looks at the other bullets, drops it, and then he nods at the bullets and they all just drop to the floor. And it's like, oh my god, what? And then Smith tries to come and fight him and he's no match for Neo who's not even looking. Fighting him with one hand. hand. Kicks him. He's like bored. He's down like, the hallway. He's, like, Whatever, man. he's insanely fast. And then Neo dive bombs into Smith, goes inside his programming and blows him up. But also at the same time, you got to speed this up, Neo, because the Sentinels are yeah. coming and they're going to kill us all. Yeah, Trinity's like, hurry up, Neo! Neo! But, then, for, but first, the other agents see that and Smith like, has exploded, and then they're like, I don't want any part of this, and they run away. And then Trinity's like, hurry the fuck up, and dude! And at the same time, he runs to grab the phone. The EMP gets pulled by Morpheus. Right as a Sentinel is, like, converging on them. Cut to black, and then fade into Neo and Trinity kissing. Neo opening his eyes. Oh yeah, and yeah. Then, so and then it cut, it, fade, it opens slow fade of Neo's face. And she had like, to pull. She had to pull at the right before the EMP got yeah. burst. And so, for a second, you're like, "Oh, is he dead?" And then he opens his eyes and looks up at Trinity. He's like, "What's up, babe? I love you too." And then they kiss. 
<laughs> so romantic. Well, he's, he's like, I don't love you. I don't. I'm not. I ready did not to consent s- to that kiss. No, no, I'm not ready to say that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like in a place where like I want to take it slow. <laughs> I want to see what options are out there. I'm happy to like hang out and like have fun and see what happens. But like, no pressure. I don't really look for anything serious right now. <laughs> I don't want to put a label on it. <laughs> but it's, it's a beautiful ending. Like you can then- date other people if you want to date other people. <laughs> It is. It's a very beautiful ending. It's great. And then, then we go to voiceover, pro, no, more programming, yeah, program. coding and, and typing. Voiceover of Neo on the has phone. Neo's on the phone with someone now, talking to someone who we don't know. There's also something that I did not like is we never got the answer to this question of like who is Neo talking to. It, it could have been cool if there was like a new recruit and reloaded. I don't care at all. Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't know. Hey, you can not like it, and I can not like it. It's yeah, okay, yeah, I can like it. Yeah, you can like it's it. It's cool, man. Like, what I don't you, have, you don't have to convince me. For me, I was like, oh, like he's talking to a new recruit, and then that's never ever touched upon in the other film. I just look at it as like, there are so many ships and so many humans trying to free as many minds as yeah, possible. Yeah. It's like it doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah, but but Neo was taking like a Morpheus position to this new person, um, and he's basically playing planting the breadcrumbs, and then it cuts to him in the phone booth. Finish, no, oh, yeah. finishing his finishing his call, he hangs up the phone, and then we hear the baseline, slow baseline, um, and then we're in the sky now, looking down at the city. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Then he steps out of the phone booth in slow motion. He looks around, <laughs> and he puts on his cool new sunglasses, and he looks right to camera, and he does like a, a slight, like little slight smirk, the slightest smirk, and then we cut. Overhead, high up, looking down at the at the city below. Guitar. And then we hear. <laughs> he flies by. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine goes on. Wake up! Wake up! <laughs> what a fucking movie, man! And what a fucking song to end your movie on. Rage Against the Machine, Wake Up. What a fucking track. Wake up! Didn't they write it for the movie? They wrote it for the yeah. movie. Then it, then it. It's a great. I used to listen to that song all the time because it's, it's, it's an awesome song. Man, what a what a what fucking a movie, movie, man! What a fucking movie, it's absolutely man. incredible. There's, it's a fucking one of the greatest films of all time, hands down. And to this day, like, if you ask me, what's like, what are like the top five movies of the last twenty five years? The Matrix is on that list. If it's not, then it's a wrong list. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's incorrect. I'm sorry, it's an incorrect list, an invalid list. It's no, it's a sensational movie. I think we did a good job. We got a little, it got a little dicey halfway through, but we figured it out. We made our way out I'm of sure it. Sure, we mixed some other things up that we didn't realize, but I think yeah. we did a really good job. Yeah, I think we did a good job too. But what's really cool is like next. So next we got like the credits, and then there's just more <laughs> credits. I think then there's like. What's the post-credit scene? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's actually a good thing the new one failed because then we won't have to get any more of him. That's the thing that this movie's so special. And then Resurrections, they just retconned took everything dump, we've been talking about it. in terms of what it means to be the one and what Neo had to go through to become the one. He had to die to become the one. And then they retconned him and then just changed everything. Changed everything. And my God. If you haven't seen Resurrections, just don't do it. Yeah, I would. Just don't do it. I'm... I recommend I'll never I, watch it again. Never want to watch it again. But I will watch The Matrix fucking every year. It's my all-time favorite movie. It's a fucking masterpiece. That's a, it's a great pick for favorite The Wachowskis, movie. what they accomplished with this film is fucking phenomenal. And honestly, Such the f- talented artists. The first 40 minutes of this movie, it might be the best for 40 early the best first 40 minutes of a movie of all time. Like it's fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's pretty great. 
All right, well, look at your job. Yeah, good great job, job man. Yeah. High five in the air. High five. Thanks so much for tuning into our episode on movies from memory doing The Matrix. Let us know what other films you want us to recount from memory for another future segment of Movies from Memory on Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Don't forget, the best way to, to support our show is to leave those five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple, a.k.a. iTunes, as well as becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Take care, everyone. See you next time. This episode was executive produced by our Chosen One patrons, Cody Moen, Andrew Hagen, Becca Keen, Benjamin Cook, Calvin Murphy Griggs, Nicholas Martin, Darian, Tyler McFly, and Sal Koching. Our Chosen One patrons are our biggest supporters. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit the like button as well, notifications for sure. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you can listen to podcasts. And be sure to check out this other content we have on our YouTube channel.